0: The following presentation has been approved for inebriated audiences by the Buzzed Kill Association of America.
1: Back in.
2: You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work.
1: Episode 69, welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where we are way too mature to make a joke about it being episode 69.
0: 69. Psych.
1: <laughs> I thought that was going to work.
0: Right? 69? <laughs> I'm like... Oh, that, I, I thought about grabbing the freaking jaw harp, and that would have been the perfect time to do it. <laughs> I'll give you a
1: jaw harp. I'm Jim. In a 69. And I'm Justin. What's happening? <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that wasn't going to go off without a hitch. I knew that. <laughs> how are you, gentlemen? Excellent. Very gentle. How are, gentle. You? How, are ooh, how are your uh, So <laughs> I said, loves him. He's a gentle. He's a gentleman. Gentleman. How was your Christmas?
0: Uh lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Lots of parties, just on the go, like for for like four days straight. It was
1: wild. That's what happens when you have your family and then like ten mistresses on the side. Yeah, party animal. Just to kind of make it all work. My many, many concubines. <laughs> and your 76 illegitimate children
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i just aaron's got a gigantic family so we always go to her uh her uncle's house and dude like have you ever been to his house no this is uncle carl carl i've
1: heard so much about carl they
0: have a beautiful house but his his uh his basement where they have the the party is just the basement is like my ideal living space it's just like a it's kind of, it's like what you would see on house hunters as like described as the like the perfect open floor plan. Yeah. yeah Cuz it's yeah. got a full kitchen, full everything down there and <laughs> it's just all wide open and beautiful, man. Is this the house that, that I
1: saw the picture with the spiral staircase? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who anybody who has a spiral staircase like that? Fancy. You know. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, They're living on about five bucks a month.
3: I'm going to put one of those, even if I I get a ranch in my next house, <laughs> I'm going to put a spiral staircase that just goes to the ceiling. To nowhere. <laughs> to nowhere. To just nothing. Just to
0: have one. Like uh, like Sarah Winchester? <laughs> yeah. So the ghosts will mm. go up and... Mm. Hey! that's uh, Well, not, well, not it's a call a back. Forward, it's a call sort forward, sort <laughs> of. Call forward. Foreshadowing. Oh, <laughs> how uh, about you, Jay? How, how, was... how about you guys? What was it, your it, Christmas it, like? It was nice,
3: man. <clears throat> Low-key this year. Did a uh, Christmas Eve with my parents over here and sister and Carlos and that, and, uh, and then uh, did Christmas Day at uh, Sarah's family house, with their immediate family. Cool. Yeah, very so beautiful. it was very chill.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice and chill. Did yeah. You guys have some alcoholic beverages and stuff. Uh,
3: uh, on Christmas Day at her parents, her mom got a, a big margarita maker, so mm-hmm. nice. sipped, a, sipped a couple martini- er, uh, margaritas. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: made uh, I made cranberry beer garitas for Ooh. for the um, for the party over did at Carlos use, house. Did you use like cranberry those... beer instead of lime? <laughs> like instead of the. No, it was, uh, <clears throat> yeah, well, because we usually make beer goritas during the summer. Yeah, with Bud Light Lime. Yeah, so it with Bud Light Lime, yeah. Uh, we, it was just, um, cranberry concentrate. Oh, okay, instead of lime. Um, instead
1: of the lime, though, yeah, Instead
0: or of with the lime. lime. Okay. Uh, you, you squeeze a, a little bit of lime in it, but cranberry concentrate, light beer. I use Bud Light, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, and then, and tequila, a
1: shitload of tequila. Mm, nice. And it's real delicious. Those, those beer garitas, they will they will get you they're deadly they they really are they're like they're like a thousand person army just creeping up on you and they all stab you in the back all at the exact same time but like when they stab you you get drunk Well oh, yeah they stab you with they stab you, with <laughs> stab stab you in your liver <laughs> what about you mikey uh, i was good it was good as quiet which is exactly how i like my holidays yeah. my uh i used to do a big thing he likes thing. his
0: holidays likes he, like he likes his women Quiet. Shut (laughs) the fuck up. Just quiet. Shut the
1: fuck up. Um, (laughs) It's just quiet because no one's there.
2: Uh, mm. (laughs) I'm (laughs) so lonely. So Uh, lonely.
1: No, I used to to have a big to-do on Christmas Eve, but um, my brother and I have talked my folks into not driving two hours to my aunt's house to literally do nothing and then go back out the following weekend. Yeah. Cut one of those out. We don't need both. Oh, you guys go there for New Year's, too? Uh, typically, Well, typically it's the weekend after, because I have a lot of extended family mm-hmm. that comes in from out of town. But, uh, so we no longer do that, so Christmas Eve is pretty quiet, and then uh, Christmas Day was was pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah.
0: What did you pick your? Uh, what Give mm-hmm. us give us an example of what you got for Christmas. One gift. Oh, I got a new vacuum. Adult Ooh. gifts now, right? Dude, yeah. adult gifts are sweet. It was awesome.
3: <laughs> I vacuumed the shit out of my house today. What kind yeah. of vacuum? Yeah, what
0: is it? It's a shark. Oh, I have no, a oh, shark. Sharks are great. Sharks shark. are shark. so old.
1: Huh? We've started the most lively part of this whole conversation <laughs> Dude, about a vacuum. Dude, I got, a, I got, an,
0: I got an apron that <laughs> I was super stoked about. I was like, yes, I, now I can cook without getting grease on myself. Yeah. yeah.
3: Another really cool one, Sarah's parents for Sarah and I gave us a, uh, it was a tissue box with some tissues on top and you pulled a couple of tissues out that are taped together and there was just a long strand of money all taped together end of end to end and you just
0: <laughs> <laughs> Was it real money?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What you do is you actually use the vacuum to suck it up and then right. it just it sucks it up into the... It, it was like a good 50 feet long of, of money mixed in with different variations of bills. Oh, awesome. so that's, that's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I got. What about what, you?
0: What about you? Did you get anything good?
1: Uh yeah, I got a fucking awesome, nice pair of driving gloves. Nice. That was pretty we much the, so the, the crown of, of they're, my. Uh, they're <laughs> leather. They're leather gloves. Yeah. They're not driving yeah. gloves. Yeah. Well, leather gloves though. And then there's like, <clears throat> it's like just like dead children inside of it. I don't know. Mm. It's like the softest, like baby bottom. Yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like fake. It like, feels like fake mink though. It's like I think they're lambskin, and then there's it's like polyester, I think, on the inside. But it feels like just the love- softest, like. Don't you forever. just love
0: that things die for our comfort? Oh, I, I do. love it I do. <laughs> hate
1: you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now I got a I got a I got an apron. I got a bunch of stuff for my kitchen. I got a whetstone so I can sharpen all my knives now. That's cool. <clears throat> I don't know, and my dad helped me out with uh, new wheels and tires for my car. Speaking of
3: things dying for your comfort, you weren't too uh, comfortable today
0: on uh, your drive home, were you? Oh, well, yeah, (laughs) actually, thank you. Uh, Speaking of my new wheels and tires, I I went up to Bad Axe. Sorry, Carney, if you're listening to this. I ended up going to Bad Axe for my new wheels and tires, and uh, I'm on my way home. Maybe this was my karma for not going to see Carney. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I was on my way home, and there was this minivan about 60 yards ahead of me. And we're on 53, so we're going about 63, 64 miles an hour. And uh, and I look to my left, and it's starting to get dark, but I can see this shape coming out of nowhere. In just was a, it the shape? The shape. Like Michael Myers? Like Nick the Castle. Shape? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it just in a dead sprint, it was this huge buck in a dead sprint coming out of this field, and I go, I start touching my brakes, and I'm like, I don't think this chick sees this deer running at her, and she didn't. And she, from... From where I was sitting, it looked like she smoked him, like, head on. And he just starts spinning in the middle of the road. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and by the time I get up to him, I'm, I'm like, just kind of creeping along. And he's just, because f- I couldn't go because he was flailing around in a very unpredictable fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, what the hell do I do? And so I pretty much came to a complete stop. And then he got up and started to try to run, but his tiny little stupid feet were sliding on the, on the on the road and he ended up just kind of like running into the side of my car <laughs> and then I was
1: like what the hell like, a, like, so, a, like a drunk Brian
0: yeah basically <laughs> and, and so I just pulled ahead I was like fuck this and she, I noticed <clears throat> that she had pulled over to the side of the road so I went up to make sure she was okay she didn't even know what it was because she hadn't actually excuse me she hadn't actually hit it head-on she this deer had just like full speed sprinted into the side of her Fuck it this tried, <laughs> tried to T her. Yeah, basically, like he just ran headfirst into her driver's side door. She didn't even know what it was. And I was like, Yeah, it's a deer. It's back there in the road and then I looked back and it was gone and I yeah. was like, Oh well, apparently he was okay. At least his body didn't
1: come up and Oh, man. Oh, Carl? Hello, Carl. Hello, Carl? Jerry? Mm-hmm. Or Jerry? You okay, like, man? Like, speaking of, last week you said, I've never hit a deer before. You jinxed yourself because the following I week know, dude. you hit a deer. I didn't <laughs> Well, to be
0: fair, I didn't hit him. He's You he had just, a collision with a deer. He just drunkenly walked into the side <laughs> of my car. He, he had PLPD. It's
3: okay. <laughs> D- deer LPD or something. Deer LP, what? LPD. What's DLPD? D-L-P-D. That he has insurance just enough so that you, that way you don't sue him, but he can't get his antlers fixed. That's all.
0: <laughs> his uh, how early <clears throat> do bucks antlers fall off? Because he had just they they he just had it was like a little button button buck. Is that what I, they call it? I, I'm not sure. I mean, he was big. He was big, but he only horn? had like little. Horn? They were just little buttons on his head, basically. Mm. Anyway, that was my story. Nice. Um, sounds riveting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, before we jump into anything else yes. uh, we should address the the gather thing. Oh. let's oh, just God. get into it. yeah you
1: know, I wasn't in a good mood.
0: Uh, well there <laughs> might there might still be sunshine on the horizon we don't know. maybe. So here's the story. we've been plugging this uh, this behind the mask. behind the mask the rise of Leslie Vernon screening for what like a month well, and a half well, now A month and a half yeah a little over And uh, <clears throat> to be honest with you ticket sales weren't going too well. No. And we had kind of just resigned ourselves to the fact that it might not happen. But then yesterday morning, I woke up and I'm just like, you know what? Screw this. I call Mike. I probably made some sort of epic speech or something. I don't know, like some, you know, like a brave heart speech. He mm-hmm. didn't. It
1: wasn't that inspiring, to <laughs> you be honest. like had a pocket knife like in a, the air, or like a, like a Dylan <laughs> Thomas quote or something. It was like, a little tiny pocket knife that he has on the zipper, <laughs> <just>
0: holding, <laughs> it in the air. <laughs> Do not go quietly into the gentle night, Michael.
1: And, uh, and and I was just like, dude, that we... was Bill Pullman. By the way, not huh? Braveheart. What <laughs> you just said, Bill Pullman's line from Independence Day, not Braveheart. <laughs> no, we will not go quietly into the night. <laughs> oh no, I was no, it's a Dylan Thomas quote. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's very similar then. I never, well, I never, he, I, never he, I never realized that, but it's very well, he similar. He
0: probably, he, pro, it's they probably used that quote in Independence Day, but it, well, they did, but it's from a Dylan Thomas quote. You've heard that before. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I the I just, rage, rage against the dying of the light. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> so. Um, so I was like, dude, we have we have about five hours left on this. Let's just start bugging the shit out of people. Turns out people are more willing to buy a ticket when they know that you only have five hours left well, to do it.
1: I'm convinced that's why ticket sales were a little bit low to begin with. Is keep people just like, oh, I got time. I got oh, time. Yeah, I'll, grab I'll do it later. Time. I'll do it later. You tell people that hey, <clears> there's <throat> only like four hours left to do this thing that you said you wanted to do. Suddenly so like, oh shit, we got to do this now. You know, right. and, and they'll jump on and they'll finally get the job done. Exactly. And you
3: jumped from how, how many to like to selling out.
1: We yeah, went. Well, yeah, so like, we went from 17 sold, 17 sold to 78, 70, 70 78 sold, 78
3: sold, sold, sold in, in, a, four, in hours. four hours.
0: Boom! Yeah, that was the, <laughs> the recent stuff that happened.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost jumped ahead of myself.
0: So with 12, with 12 minutes left on the ticker, mm-hmm. 12 minutes left in our allotted time, we we tipped our screening. Yeah, and the little thing popped up on the top of the screen that said. Uh, reserve met, finalizing details with the theater. And James and I was a, smart
1: enough to screen cap. I took us. a
0: screen cap of it, and then I'm like, "So we're all we're all amped up. We, we we're put all up, jazzed. We put up on social media, hey, we made it, we're we like, did it, it's yes. happening. We're like, yes, we did it, guys, and like, we're, let's we'll see you all there. We're gonna party. And then ten minutes later, Mike calls me, and I thought he was fucking with you me. He did. <laughs> he goes, he goes, because sometimes you do this kind it's of shit. It's something that me. I would do. It's something that I would do. You go, dude, why? why is our why is our screening canceled and i go shut up and, he, and he's like no seriously i just got an email and
1: our screening is canceled and i go dude shut up Well, what you didn't realize too is that i had i don't know why you didn't get any but i immediately got like three messages online plus a bunch of text messages from people who had bought tickets because they all got emails right pe- away because people don't like me mm, that's true <laughs> so but they're asking me like what what happened i thought you guys did this we, we all saw it and i go i i i don't i don't know what to tell you right like i really don't know what to tell you right but they just inexplicably, inexplicably, just <laughs> it was close. That was close. Give, give me credit. <laughs> Whatever. It just it, it just canceled. They for no reason. Well, for
0: gather, the reason the reason they gave us was a lack of reser- ticket reservations, which is false because I have the screen cap to uh-huh. to prove that we did meet the reserve. Yeah. So long story short, screening is canceled. Yeah. For the time being. But then we get on the horn, I called Gather, I left them like 20 voice, voicemails, I tweeted them, uh, I emailed them, I emailed them a, the screen cap of yep. the, the Reserve Met to thing. To no avail. To Got no nothing avail. back. Got nothing back, and we were waiting, 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 so then Mike, today, he decides to do a good old-fashioned email bomb.
1: Yep, I, uh, I went to the Gather website, <laughs> found every email address that I could possibly find from from the the president of gather to the promotional president to the pr guys like, like every email just i could find i just put them all in this email bomb and i said hey to anybody i'm i just need somebody on the gather team to see this because we have very limited time to get this fixed right we need I, I need to hear from somebody we tried all day yesterday you have a phone number to call between the hours of nine to five we were well in like we waited and you know, i was just i was we were pissed yeah you know, we didn't we hadn't heard back nobody was picking up and so, finally, I get an email back from the president of Gather today. <laughs> and nothing, we haven't heard anything concrete back yet, but at least we know that somebody saw it. He, he says... He said, we don't know why this happened. We're looking into it. Yeah, and that was the last that I heard.
0: And then Mike noticed something interesting. Um, uh, he CC'd everybody from the Gather team, yeah, but then he also... Well,
1: he started a new email thing, so it wasn't he didn't do a reply all. He actually did reply to Buzzkill Podcast, mm-hmm. but then he CC'd all those other people, and he added... An email for Scott Glosserman. Scott Glosserman is the director of Behind the Mask. Oh, right, that's right. so. I'm wondering if, if because Scott is probably the one that gave them the rights to be able to sure. put these up, so he's right. probably in the loop on all these screenings, and so now he's in on it too. So yeah. hopefully, I, I mean, I'm this is this is I a, don't know if there's a way because this all is the a long, long, long like hail mary. But I'm wondering if the screening cancels and Scott Glosserman sees that it's was kind of bullshit that it yeah. got canceled, if maybe he'll step in and go, hey. Let's do something. That'd be cool. Right. Well, That's that, is, that, is a long that is shot, probably, probably not going, going to happen. That is a long shot, but his idea
3: is to try to get this movie seen, which around you know, shown which is on these theaters, which right. is why he's having Gather host this Right. This well show. and it's
0: and it's because they've been wanting to make a sequel for years, but mm-hmm. it, they're having well, a tough time getting funding and stuff. Well a so sequel's so for,
1: happening in the form of a comic book now. I'm well, wondering well, sure, if it yeah, could be
0: anything with that theater. Saying like, oh, we're just very well say we can't be. do this.
3: We don't want we don't want this here. If, it,
0: if that were true, I don't think that they would send out an email that said you missed your reserve quota. Yeah.
1: Not to mention the the, the theaters that you set the screenings up for are supposed to be partners oh, for, sure. for yeah. the thing. So why would you why would that theater even be an option if they're not playing ball? Right, right. So I who knows so, what's going to happen. We're extremely frustrated and disappointed by it. So, I was deflated yeah. Oh, yeah. yesterday. Oh yeah, like,
0: we were super bummed out. You know,
1: we, we Yeah.
0: Yeah. To make a long story long, slightly less long, (laughs) we're we're just kind of waiting to hear back from them at this point. To
1: to everybody that bought a ticket though, that gave that put their hard earned cash down to buy a ticket to make this happen, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Though, thank
0: you very much. You guys, you guys
1: made, you guys made it a success. And fuck you, it was a success. (laughs) It was. Yeah. (laughs) We you you all pitched in and made it a success, And, and and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And we're
0: being we're being very polite right now. Yeah because we're hoping that there is some sort of way to rectify the situation. Yeah. Uh, but if there's not, then we'll <laughs> stop being polite.
1: Hell hath no fury like a podcast scorn. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's what's going on with that. So What uh, happens when a podcast stops being polite and starts getting real?
2: <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, sorry. Okay. All right. Uh,
0: anyway, let's uh let's get into other uh let's get into let's get into unsuccessful things. Yeah.
1: Oh, mm, mm. there was like, there was a like,
0: couple. Like that last last thought I tried to put together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's do some corrections.
0: Yeah.
2: No. <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid!
1: Ah, uh, now that can, I'm will you control yourself? I'm sorry, it's this winter weather. Mm-hmm. Um all right, so last week we got a couple things wrong. Uh Twisted Pictures uh didn't did put out the catacombs movie starring Pink. The reason that oh, you did? didn't realize it is because Pink was credited by her real name, which is Alicia Sarah. Moore. Oh. So oh, that's they... why you didn't probably recognize it. You probably yeah. saw the name, but not, not Pink with an excellent point. Alicia. Oh well Alicia. Bye Alicia.
0: <laughs> that's not right
1: um, We were sort of wrong, sort of right uh, Oberon is both seasonal and year-round uh, It is seasonal in basically Cold uh, Places where it's cold for half the year It is yearly though In places that are warm all year-round oh. So places like Florida, California, and Arizona Get Oberon year-round We get it seasonally because Mother Nature Apparently hates Oberon for six months out of the year <laughs> That's That's the best that I can think of I think it's more special when it's seasonal So Uh, Do you have anything?
0: California and Florida can eat me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I do, actually. Jay, I had you isolate a little piece of audio. Could you pull that up for me? Sure. What the
1: fuck did I get wrong this time? It's a big one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, Dion was the drummer. I was right. Dion? In Deathgasm, Dion was the drummer. You and Tank both said that it was uh, uh, Giles just putting that out there
0: wasn't i thought dion was the nerd with the glasses drummer the nerd with the glasses
1: drummer no the big kid was the drummer yes and that was dion no that w- no what i looked it up that was dion was the nerd with the glasses i'm telling you i'm right <laughs> we're still arguing but uh, i'm telling you i'm, I'm we're right we're gonna look this up because I'm, right. Right? I'm pretty sure you're wrong again so after corrections james is gonna come
0: back and just go <clears throat> you know what you were right no okay i'll just say you're right right now <laughs> just to avoid all this <laughs> malarkey and now I'd like to get back into the malarkey. <laughs> and I just want to bring to, a, bring to everyone's attention the absolute confidence in, in Mike's argument right there.
2: Uh-huh.
0: You were so confident uh-huh. about the fact that I was wrong when you were so wrong. Dion was the nerd with the glasses who played keyboard, and Giles was the big kid who played drums. I still think you're wrong. Look. Giles is played by Daniel Cresswell. Sure, there's no, there's no. That's Daniel Cresswell right there, Giles, the drummer.
1: I don't believe you. You faked the internet. (laughs) Clearly, you faked the internet.
0: You are so stupid.
1: Oh, you'll get yours. You'll Uh, get yours. And that's it. That's all. All right, my um, fuck you. First off, uh, secondly, <laughs> my last little bit of uh, corrections here. Uh, our last last week, we said that we were experiencing the uh, the great melt. Yes, and that it was going to be a green Christmas, mm-hmm. and we were wrong. <laughs> we got hit with about eight inches of snow the night before Christmas, and yeah, uh, lovely. It, it was lovely, but um, how could we have possibly known that? Though? I'm just saying. <laughs> is that the it first time this Michigan is the... got hit
3: with eight inches? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> or your wife?
1: Oh, oh, <laughs> My man. wife. Lovely. Um, yeah. No, this just funny though because people are listening to the uh, podcast on Christmas and we're saying, "Oh, everything melted." No, no, we were dying. It was we were getting covered in, in the white stuff and. Oh yeah, just... I, didn't,
0: I didn't even take that into consider.
2: <laughs> just getting,
0: just getting blasted with the white stuff. I didn't even take that into consideration, because we record on Wednesdays, and we release on Sundays, so I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even think about that.
1: It just dawned on me, because I was listening (laughs) to it.
0: (laughs) People in Michigan, if anybody was listening on Christmas, which nobody was, they're like, this is, oh, jeez. That was me, sorry. Um, Yeah, so anyway, is that all we have for corrections? Yep. All right. That's it. Cool. All right. Well, uh, this week, we're doing sort of a a 2.0. Yep. This is going to be a
1: yearly thing, I think. This is going to be our... uh, yeah. An annual. Uh,
0: <clears throat> at the beginning of twenty seventeen, or actually at the end of twenty sixteen, uh, is this? This is going. Yeah. This episode's going to come out on. On New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Okay. So similar to last year, last year we did the shape of drunk to come,
2: uh-huh.
0: and kind of discussed the upcoming horror movies for twenty seventeen. This year we are doing the shape of drunk to come 2.0. Talking about the horror movies coming up yep. in 2018. All
1: you know, a lot of the stuff that we're excited for, we're obviously not going to touch on everything. But there's uh, a lot of stuff that we're excited for. I think um, I don't know how this year stacks up to last year. Last year was was a pretty good year of upcoming stuff. I listened to the uh, to the part one the other day. Yeah. And there's a lot of good stuff that uh, that came out last year. This year has a lot of good stuff too. I'm not sure if it's better or worse. because we'll yeah, I guess we'll, we'll find out. But uh, yeah, yeah. So um, without any further ado, James. Well, this year, this, this week, year. this week and this
0: year, uh, Michael went out and from Schwartz <clears throat> Brewery, mm-hmm. right here in... Elk Rapids, Michigan. Right here in Snowy, Because Michigan. you corrected me on that before. <laughs> Been there, done that. Get with it, guys. <laughs> Handmade by People Who Care in Northern Michigan. Uh, this is also what, look at a, a subsidiary of Northwood's Soda and
1: Syrup Company. Oh, okay. I do love Northwood's Syrup.
2: Hmm. Do you, actually?
1: All over my face, neck, <laughs> and chest.
0: All right. So this is called Power of Love. And the reason, if that, if the um, if the name doesn't really tip it off, Power of Love, made famous by the movie Back, back to, to, to the, the Future, um, this is a Back to the Future-inspired beer.
1: <clears throat> there is a DeLorean pulling a
0: train well, on it's the cover. A, well, it's just to correct you, it's a DeLorean being pushed by oh, a train. Oh, sorry. You sorry. stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> So this is a this is a shandy style ale brewed with rosemary ooh and raspberry and blended with lemonade. <laughs> Sorry. This is what Michael? This is two point five percent ABV. I quit. What are you kidding me? It's like less than water. Let me see it. There's more alcohol in water than there's <laughs> bullshit, is. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> uh, that's what it says on this website.
1: I don't Why see it. Why would shorts the... even make such a thing? Because I don't know. Usually I'm worried about them being high, not <clears throat> low. Are you kidding me? Way to go, Mike! I guess we have to drink extra this week. Power of Love <laughs> is a
0: truly unique pink-colored shandy created by blending North Northwood Soda and Syrup Company gourmet lemonade and a wheat ale brewed with raspberry and rosemary. Enticing sugary aromas intermix with appealing citrus and herb fragrances. Very sweet lemon flavors give way to a shock of tart raspberry before turning sharply dry, as if eating a piece of grapefruit. <laughs> It sounds like two point five to me. Wow.
3: <laughs>
1: well the reason the reason this works for this week though is because uh being that we're looking at the, the the next year coming up, we are going to the future. Yes. And talking about the future. And because we already did this episode once, we're going back. Back to, to do the future. Back to the future. Yeah, wow. you get it. You get it. Yeah.
0: That is very cool. But Michael. seriously,
1: two point five? What the fuck?
0: Yep. Well we <laughs> I'm got, so disappointed in myself. We got sipping liquor and we got some some bud lights which is also not super strong, but we'll get it done, boys.
3: Yeah,
0: We'll get it done.
2: Uh,
3: well, I, I, I think it'll s- still be a uh, f- nice, flavorful beer. I oh, yeah.
0: I'm actually, I, I really like stuff with rosemary in it. So I'm, I'm going like, to have heartburn before I get drunk <laughs>
1: from <laughs> drinking all this.
0: Um, uh, What the hell was I just about to say? I don't know. Oh, I, I was wrong about the, the North... So the Northwoods uh, lemonade is oh. used oh, that's in what this. It is. It's okay. not a subsidiary of... of Northwoods
2: or anything gotcha. like that. Well, let's give it a whirl. Cheers,
0: boys. Oh, wow. Well,
2: that's, that's the power cool. of love. That's Holy shit.
0: That's actually delicious. That's super good. It tastes like pink lemonade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It tastes like all and, of those and, things and, it, it describes. And, and has about the same amount of alcohol.
3: <laughs> I would give this to my kids. Mm-hmm. You probably could. Damn. You, you can really taste—it's it.
1: really carbony too. You can really carbon-y, taste carbon-y. The, um, carbony, carbony, carbonized, car- carbonated. It's like Han Solo, <laughs> frozen and carbonized, uh, carbonated. Michael, yes. Um
0: you can taste the raspberry a mm-hmm. lot too. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, um, you could probably just put vodka in it.
3: <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea. You could know I mix mean?
0: that, or you know, what you can. Put you can in make those beer gheritas out that, of this,
1: or put that sweet
0: tea vodka in it.
1: Mm, that'd, that'd, probably yeah, be that'd be good. so sweet, though. Whatever. Oh my God diabetes
0: well you could cut it with uh <laughs> no you wouldn't want to cut it with anything give it even less alcohol
1: <clears throat> all right you could cut it with whiskey
0: not that that's the way that works you don't you don't <laughs> cut it and it has less alcohol I just that was a stupid thing for me to say anyway that's what we're drinking that's what we're talking about why don't we get into the bleed feed
1: All right, so uh, we're already almost half an hour into this, so let's oh try my. to get through this pretty quickly here. Oh um, my. Rest in peace to Heather Menzies. Heather Menzies, if uh, you don't know her by name, she was the star of Joe Dante's first film, Piranha. She was the main uh, the main girl in Piranha. Oh yeah. Uh, she was also in. S- oh, I love. S- uh, also, Logan's Run and The Sound of Music, oh. and The Love Boat. She was the all over the map. Who's she playing the Sound of
0: Music? No wa- idea. I just watched the Sound of Music last week. So. She was the female deer. Oh. The doe? She was the doe. A deer? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, anyway. Uh, anyway,
1: yeah, she passed away at the age of 68 due to brain cancer. Oh, no. That sucks. So, Yeah, it always sucks when you hear someone dying of the big C. Oh, she know.
0: was uh, Louisa in uh, Sound of Music. Like, she was the,
1: I am 16 going oh, on 17. Go. Well, oh, How'd she go from that to? By the by the <laughs> way, I might lose
0: my street cred, but uh, I'll take a Julie Andrews movie any day. I
1: like she's, the Nazis. She's a she's a gem. What? <laughs> I like the Nazis. looks <laughs> like the Nazi <laughs> aspect of it. <laughs> so this is a Nazi exploitation movie, right? Is that I mean, kind of.
0: <laughs> no. I, well,
1: they they deal with Nazis at one point in the movie. Yes. All right. Um, moving on from that. Luckily, she's the only one that died. This. Uh, this week? Well, not luckily. Well, I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So, uh, lost my page here. Okay. Why can't I find my stuff? You're here? doing an awesome job. I'm doing job a bang up, week. bang up job here. Okay. Uh, Campbell Groman and uh, Millennium Films have lost the rights to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. They are the company that put out Texas Chainsaw 3D, mm-hmm. and then the prequel that just came out, Leatherface. Mm-hmm. Those are both part of the same. Uh, 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 continuity, I
0: guess. What's that sound? Is it? Are you making that sound? Are you stomping on the floor or something? Was it this? I don't know. Done. I don't whatever. know. I'm maybe talking about this. <laughs> whatever you're about doing, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, Making the sound of music. How did they lose the rights? It just uh, timed well, out, or if like if you
1: remember correctly, Leatherface took forever to come out. Yeah. And in that time period of all the the time of getting that movie out, mm-hmm. they lost the rights. Shit. So that's that took so long. So did so, they
0: lose the rights even before Leatherface came out?
1: They well, you. Have to, I think the way that it works, and <clears throat> I could be wrong on this, but I think you have to put out you have to put out a movie every certain. Right, like to, that's to why, keep the
0: like that's why Hellraiser, um, uh, uh, Revelation, Revelations was basically.
1: Came so, so it of, depends on who you talk to, but yeah, it was like of. a throwaway movie just so that they could keep the rights within the company. According to the, um, not to get off topic here, but according to the guy that directed the new Hellraiser movie, yeah, I can't think of his name offhand. He claims he's worked on all of them, and he claims that people still cared about that movie. Like they didn't, you know. He claims that it wasn't throwaway. I think we all see through it though. Um, anyway, so they lost the rights. To Texas Chainsaw. Excuse me, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, and they only did two out of the five planned films that they had. They were going to do five of these. Really? This, this continuity of Texas Chainsaw. Quite frankly, I think it's good they lost the rights because.
0: Did anybody? Yikes! Did anybody scoop the rights up? Or, I have no
1: idea who has them now. I don't know if it just goes back like to. ground around in purgatory. I don't know if it goes back to the Hooper estate or if somebody, if there's a parent company that maybe owns them now. I have no idea who has them. Hmm. But um, probably good that that happened. And whoever. Probably does the next one will likely reboot it again mm. So we'll see what happens. I feel like the Texas chainsaw Massacre is or just... maybe
0: or maybe stop kicking a dead horse at yeah. <laughs> or least like or just... let
1: it lay for a long time yeah. Yeah, till, until there's a good reason to make another one, maybe let's not make another one. until yeah. so Matthew McConaughey wants to come back to the franchise. does he really? No, I said, until then. Oh, until. <laughs> I thought you
0: said, so Matthew McConaughey wants to come. No, which no, no, he's, no. He's all but written that off, right? Uh, no, it's not. Ma- like He owns Zellweger. up to it. It's Renee Zellweger yeah. who basically won't yeah. even admit to the fact that she was in it.
1: Pretty much. Um, okay, moving on here. Get over yourself, despite, Bridget Jones. Despite Ridley Scott's uh, remarks about a new Alien movie, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be called Alien Awakening, mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty much dead. Uh, this whole Fox Disney merger thing is is bad for a lot of things, and it seems like it's the... really it's really
0: xenomorphed into a real shit show.
1: <laughs> 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 episode 69. <laughs> Somebody close to the production uh, went on record saying the sequel to Covenant was originally due to start production this month in Sydney. Uh, but after the box office results filming uh, filming was canceled to talk about the results of um, Covenant mm-hmm after the box office results film, the filming was cancelled and a warehouse storage unit full of stuff was auctioned off a few months ago oh really uh, so it sounds like 20th Century Fox knew this merger was coming and they just probably took it off the table to not have the hassle is my guess yeah um, and because like I said Covenant didn't do well or like he said Covenant didn't do well Ridley Scott is he's an amazing <laughs> filmmaker but I feel like he's starting to go crazy like he's just like <laughs> like I don't think he knows when to stop because like, yeah. he, he wants to make like six more alien movies right. It's like, dude, t- stop. Just knock it D- just, off. Just, just don't. If he was just <laughs> even thinking about it. If
0: he was even thinking about don't. it. Just don't.
1: Just um, don't. Anyway, uh, so the original plan of pumping out another uh, another one quickly has definitely changed with no immediate plans for anything. Well, I'll be damned. So Ridley Scott, though, still claims he's making it. But like I said, I, he's, I think he might be a little bit off of his rocker. He's losing it, folks. Um, and On the heels of this news, a little guy named Neil Bloomkamp just randomly by happenstance started posting more of his concept art for his uh, unproduced <laughs> Alien 3 movie. <laughs> yeah, I think someone's chomping at the bit, yeah. hoping Disney goes, yeah, let's make that. Because yeah. they can now. right? So that would be awesome. I don't see it happening, but that would be amazing. And it sounds like he still really wants it. Um, maybe history can repeat itself. Because that was kind of a grassroots thing to begin with. Yeah. Then that got traction. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Um, Hellraiser Judgment has a release date. Finally, Mm. not to step on your 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 Blu-ray toes here. That's not in my Blu-ray toes. Oh, good. Hellraiser Judgment finally has a release date of February thirteenth, twenty eighteen. So not too far away.
0: Why wasn't that? That wasn't. That didn't even pop up in my Blu-ray stuff. Uh,
1: I don't know. Well, what the Uh, hell? Pre-orders are up now, and uh, here's what's interesting. This is a Dimension Weinstein Company movie. I think the Weinstein owns Dimension um i feel as though it's being released however by lionsgate Mm. so i don't know if they bought the rights to it or maybe just the distribution rights or whatever but it kind of seems like they just don't want that weinstein name on it or anything associated with it right now
2: yeah
1: which um the article that i think i got this news from bloody disgusting and they made a good point they wonder if this long shelved uh children of the corn movie which has been done for a long time, might also get released by Lionsgate. Oh, it's finished? Oh, yeah, it's been done for a long time. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, so that that one, like Hellraiser, has been just kind of <clears> sitting on <throat> the shelf. Yeah. Just waiting. Hmm. So I hope we get it. So
0: what is it, February?
1: February 13th, 2018. Nice. Is that even getting a, a theatrical release? Probably or... not. Maybe limited. limited maybe. maybe. Yeah. I doubt it, though. They're probably going to put it out in... Be done with it oh we should do a, a gather <laughs> thing just <laughs> to let's, bring it local i will don't think uh, depending on how this works out i don't think i might ever touch gather again to be honest with you i might touch him in the butt with my fist in the, <laughs> Wait, in, the in the butt <laughs> <laughs> all right um yeah anyway uh so this is a fun piece of news um we can all agree that wesley snipes is probably the best blade that will ever wesley snipes He's he's the only Blade, <laughs> but he's probably the best one. Could anybody really do a better job than him? Do you think he was pretty fantastic? It was those the first movie especially is is it holds up? It's still a good movie. Yeah. Um. There was a one once upon a time Idris Elba was approached by dude. I Marvel. was just
0: when you just said could anybody else play Blade? Idris yep. Elba it immediately jumped into my brain. Uh, apparently, I should have just said it. A then while it back, awesome.
1: A while back, you know he was approached. Dumb. He was approached to either play the role of it or approached by Marvel to play a role, and he wanted to play Blade. There was some correlation there. Um, it's probably not going to happen now because this was a long time ago. But mm-hmm. it just, news kind of broke that was on the, on the docket for a while. Hmm. Which imagine how fucking awesome that would have been.
0: It'd be cool. It'd be a he it'd be a very different character. Oh, absolutely. But because he's more like, like he's. I guess whenever I think of Idris Elba now I I automatically go well I go to the office first because mm-hmm. he's in the office but then I also go to his character in Thor mm-hmm. and he's just like huge you know yeah, massive and, he's and very and, and, uh, and Wesley Snipes was always sort of like a like you know like a like a smaller <laughs> like a smaller more athletic kind of okay. looking yeah. Guy like Idris Elba is just is
1: big. Idris Elba's more of a he's just he's more of a presence. Like right. he's he's <clears throat> you know what they should have they should have Vin Diesel. He's gonna be my answer <laughs> for anyone <laughs> ever asks. I live my life
3: one sharp edge at a time. <laughs> he's vampire. I live for this shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I want to
1: see every movie remake. I want to see result. that now, yeah, shit, dude. <laughs> um, okay, uh, moving on here. Tremors Six finally has a title. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, Tremors: A Cold Day in Hell. Nice. Is I, thought, I thought you were gonna say it's just called Tremors Six. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we, we finally locked it in, boys. Tremors Six.
1: Um, yeah, A Cold Day in Hell. There's no There's no Six in the title. It doesn't look like which I don't like. Keep the numbers keep the numbers keep the numbers i'm a big fan of numbers and sequels you yeah. could have a subtitle that's fine but keep the numbers
0: well but well I, it, at this point though like i don't once you well i 6 isn't too bad but if you're going to keep the numbers there's some movies with like 12, 13
2: movies, yeah, you it, know. It still helps you to it.
3: keep it in order. Like, for instance, when I was Christmas shopping, one, one of the things Sarah wanted was the new Harry Potter book. Because mm-hmm. she, you know, read all the series when she was younger. And I go there and I'm looking at them all, I'm like, fuck, which one is the new one? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like Harry Potter, the this. Yeah. Or the this. And, I, the, uh,
0: and you're not a, a big enough, what, are, what do they call Pothead? them Pothead. Potheads. <laughs> <laughs> so I had,
1: to, I had to look it up and figure it out. They call, they call themselves Muggles, I think, right? Is that Muggles? That's the humans I think <laughs> in Harry Potter. That's... I actually like the Harry Potter movies. I do, I'm I do, too. That, I do too. I do too. She got that... me watching
0: them the past couple years, and I they're watched good. all of them for the first time, and they were they were good. Yeah, they're really good. For the fans to call themselves Muggles, though, wouldn't that be because a Muggle is It's just a human? I thought. But it's 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 stupid like stupid human. It's like... like a derogatory term yeah. Yeah. for. Yeah. Did you just drop a battlefield Earth quote? Stupid human. (laughs) Maybe. Oh my gosh. All right. What else?
1: It just came naturally. Um, (laughs) All right. My. You tell what you do. Some blues. I only have one left here. I'm gonna do some blues. All right. I have two left actually. But first up, we
0: have Arrow is Mm. bringing us Killer Clowns. Yes. Blu-ray with a brand new restoration that's coming out. Pretty excited about this. March 26th in the UK. March 27th in the US. Uh, It's a brand new 4K scan. Uh, since, See, th- I've, since I've only got two blues to talk about today, I'll, I'll give you some of the yeah, uh, I'm, nitty gritty.
1: I'm a little bit excited about it because if I remember correctly, the Blu-ray copy that I have that, that most people have, and it's the MGM uh, release. yeah The uh, transfer is not very good on that one. <clears throat> it's, oh, really, it's, not. It, it's not the greatest transfer. So this is one of those rare exceptions where I think the new transfer justifies price of admission. Well, first of all, I'll bring to your attention the amazing oh, that's cover art. So awesome.
0: Hand dra- yeah. hand drawn. It almost looks like a uh, like a video game, Yeah. Mm-hmm. doesn't it? That's yeah, really that's, cool. That's I really true. like the cover art. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, there's a lot of stuff. Um, 1080p presentation, newly remastered sound. The archive. There's commentary with the Chiodo brothers. How
1: much of this is new?
0: Let the I'm not sure. Doesn't that doesn't specify? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. Um, let the show begin anatomy of a killer theme song An all new interview with the original <laughs> members of American punk band, the Dickies, uh, the Chiotos walk among us adventures in super eight filmmaking, all new documentary highlighting the making of the Chioto brothers childhood films from the giant monster epics made in their basement to their experiments in college. That'd be really cool. Yeah, it would be just to see their, um, their, uh, Beginnings. Uh-huh. Plus, they designed, didn't they design all
1: yeah, the Yeah, They, they, cons for they the... did all the uh, yeah, special so effects and stuff. That would
0: be really cool to see.
3: <clears throat> did we ever discuss when we were talking about that movie in the past? Did the, the band, the Chiodos Bros, get their name
1: from? Oh, yeah. They yeah, did. They did a... yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> That's a Detroit band. Otherwise right? known as Chiotos, Chiodos. They used yeah. to be called the Chiodos Bros. Right. Uh, new they, HD they tra- Sucked even back then, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, new HD transfers of the complete
0: collection of the Chiodo Brothers 8mm and Super 8 films, including Land of Terror, Free, Inside, *Beast from the Egg, and more. Tales of Tobacco, an interview with star Grant Kramer. Debbie's Big Night, an interview with star Suzanne Snyder. Bringing Life to These Things, a tour of Chiodo Brothers uh, productions. The Making of Killer Clowns, Visual Effects with Gene Warren, uh, that's an archive interview, Creating Clowns Archive Interview with Charles Chiodo and Creature Fabricator Dwight Roberts, Composing Clowns, Clown Auditions, oh, that'd be cool. The Clown Clown Auditions, auditions, yeah. yeah. Uh, Deleted Scenes, Bloopers, Image Galleries, Original Theatrical Trailer, just to name, well, not a few, that's everything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you're interested... And,
0: and, And just to give credit where credit is due, check out the New Art... Whipped up by Sarah Deck. Sarah Deck. Sarah Deck. Oh, Deck. D-E-C-K. So she's she's the
1: mastermind behind this amazing hand-drawn. It is awesome. Um, If you're just a side note here, uh, if you're interested in more Chios or other stuff, they had a really, really good episode on the movie Crypt, where they go into their whole history and everything else. It's fascinating, yeah. Cool. It's super good. i have to check that out.
0: Um, All right, what's your other blue? The other blue, uh, this is, we talked about there uh, being a 4K transfer release on blu-ray of the dark crystal oh yeah um they have full details now um that is uh i lost my spot here we're professionals yeah sorry <laughs> uh so dark crystal is actually coming back to theaters oh really through fathom events we've we've oh, attended cool. we a should few, go we should go to one yeah of those, we've yeah. attended a few fathom so events saw, before we saw saw Ja- yeah, Jaws. Jaws. As the first time Mike ever saw Jaws was on the big screen, so which is a, an awesome way to do it. Um, so the four K restoration screening will take a, uh, place all across the U S. February twenty fifth and February twenty eighth. Cool. Uh, participating theaters will be unveiled on January twelfth. The same day tickets go up for grabs. So that's uh, keep your eye on the prize. January twelfth. Um, following the theatrical re-release, *The Dark Crystal* will make its way onto 4K Ultra HD, Blu-ray, and digital on March 6th. Uh, the anniversary home edition uh, release features digibook packaging with 24 pages of rare photographs and behind-the-scenes insights, which is—I know you love that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't really? But
1: with well, a movie like that, <laughs> too, though, the, the, the amount of creative energy that goes into bringing a movie exactly. like that to life—dude, I'll watch if there's a six-hour doc on that i'll watch it like, yep and, and i'll be fascinated by it from start to finish
0: speaking of docs uh this will have special features include the myth magic and henson legacy behind the scenes <laughs> stories from the lisa henson and toby froud uh behind the scenes from oh lisa Henson. yeah <laughs> sorry deleted scenes audio commentary with creature designer illustrator brian Froud. picture in picture storyboard track original skex uh, skexis language scenes with in- introduction by screenwriter David O'Dell the world of the dark crystal documentary there you go reflections of the dark crystal light on the path of creation and shard of illusion photo galleries and theatrical teaser trailer and uh, that, that's it yeah that's, that's it i was
1: expecting so much more this is this also <laughs> this ha-
0: also has some really awesome uh, hand drawn nice
1: yeah, hand
0: drawn art that is cool it's it's similar to what the they've put out before the,
1: but that looks like a new, a new rendering of it, yeah, which is really awesome. Sweet man, looks
0: really cool. So excited for that, and that's
1: all I've got for blues this I'll week. I'll
0: stick to my VHS, Gabby. Thank you, you very much. Shut your mouth, so, <sighs> self-righteous bastard.
1: <laughs> all right, um, so two more pieces of news here. Um, I will save the best for last. Um, we talked. We've been talking the last couple of weeks about this whole 20th Century Fox Disney merger.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, as in every merger, there are going to be some casualties of franchises or movies or this and that and this one is very bad news for people like me Yeah. Uh, and that is that my favorite show on television is once again uncertain of its future and that is The Exorcist, the Exorcist. TV show. Yeah. This show is, I, I've said it before, if you follow me on, on Instagram or social media or anything like that I, I'll, I've said it before and I'll say it again it is the best hour of TV especially in horror television that you will watch all year when it's on like it's 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 an absolutely incredible show it's it's true to form it, it doesn't like take a franchise and bastardize it by any stretch of the imagination it's well written it's amazingly well acted ben daniels gives performances in the show that you don't see on television mm-hmm. um especially in the second season there's one like episode that blew me the fuck away um anyway the, the show is absolutely incredible yet it never got that super strong Following, mm-hmm. you know the people that love it, love it. Like they're they'll follow it wherever it goes. Um, but because of those low ratings, it's once again they they thought that's at the end of season one. They thought that the season finale could have been the series finale. Right. And they just don't know. They're in the exact same position again. So I'm like. So did
0: did uh, is season two out
1: completely? Yeah, season like two just wrapped, wrapped up and it was
0: awesome. Uh, so did they end season two in a way that if if it ends up like this, like they, that could be the end of the show?
1: It, yeah it, did it they wrapped up it wrapped up that arc
0: yeah
1: um and so they could stop it if they had to but it, I'd be super disappointed because I want to see what happens next you know mm-hmm. they they do set up a future but nothing there's no loose ends though right well I guess there's some there has to be a couple I guess but like um they wrapped up the story nice and neat but this is a season by season type show so it, it's there, there's like the small ongoing story that goes through like the the entire series. But um, I hope we get more, and I, I hope I hope that Disney decides to not pursue it, and they can go to like Netflix or something, yeah. and they can get money yeah. like that being put behind it, because then they could do way more they couldn't do on network TV. <clears throat> they right. could make that show way darker, and yeah. and put like the pulse back into the the veins of the horror stuff. You know, like yeah. now that's not there. It's an amazing show. They mm-hmm. get away with some shit that you would not be able to get away with 10 years ago on TV. Yeah. Um, and there's parts of it that are absolutely terrifying. You just need to watch it. I could suck the dick of the show all day. <laughs> um, so that's bad news. Hopefully that uh, that comes comes back to us. Um, Alright, take us home. What's our last biggest, piece here? biggest news of the day is Halloween news, and we are going to be talking about Halloween later on in the tofu. Uh-huh. Uh, but we can't go without the news without talking about how Nick motherfucking Castle is coming back to yeah. play Michael Myers. The shape. The guy that played Michael Myers in the original classic, John Carpenter classic, is coming back now. So he will basically, in this continuity, there will only be one Michael Myers. Nice. Shamona. Yes. <laughs> he, he played this character so good. Even though there was even though there was like twenty different people that technically played Michael Myers, he did the bulk of it. Yeah. And the way that he portrayed Michael Myers was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Like his it was his stance, it was his his gait when he walked. It the was, way he
0: just stood there. Like he stood there better than anybody his else. His facial <laughs>
1: expressions really really brought the character to life. <laughs> uh I'm just I'm super excited about it. It seems like um David Gordon Green and um uh, uh, Danny McBride Danny McBride. I was mm-hmm. supposed to say McCready. Like that's the, that's the <laughs> music guy. Danny McBride, They're doing this right. McCready, Bear McCready. Oh, I, 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 I thought you were talking about uh, McCready from the thing. No, 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 um, no. They're, they're doing this right though, and they're bringing back the players that everybody wants to see back. Yeah. So I'm. I have nothing but but high hopes for this like Yep. But we'll get more into that later on. Cool. Uh, that's all I got for. Uh, the news. Boom! <laughs> that was <laughs> the news. <laughs> that was a very
0: dramatic pause. All I right, build, uh, build the tension. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a little break here, and then we'll come back, and we'll uh, go to the future.
2: Throughout this, we'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp,
0: and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. <laughs>
3: All
1: right, 2018 is upon us. An the...
3: eye is upon you.
1: Little <laughs> Power <laughs> Man Five Thousand. <laughs> nice, I like it. Um, yes, the uh, 2018, the year of year of our Lord Cinemosis. I have no idea what that means. Um, So, new year, new new movies, lots of stuff coming out this year. Uh, Some good, some not so good, at least from the looks of it. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to talk about it all. All of it. That's what we're going to do. Well, we're going to talk about some some of it. A good hefty list.
0: (laughs) So, we're going to start off with something that we've been waiting for for quite
1: a while. You've been waiting for, I think, longer than than me, because you were a big fan of the first one. Bigger aren't, fan. Aren't of the- you? Well, I am, but you you saw it before me, though, and this is a movie that you had always told me that I had to see, and I hadn't seen it.
0: Yes. The Strangers yes. from, uh, when did that come out? Like 2006? Something like that. It's no, been a long it, time. Uh, probably 2008 it's or something down. like that. I don't know.
1: Keep talking. <clears throat>
0: but anyway, uh, The Strangers' Pray at Night is finally coming out March 9th, 2018, and... Uh, um to be honest with you I'm 2008. not 2008? Huh? 2008. Okay, 2008. Um <laughs> I'm still excited about it but I think I think less excited than I hoped
1: to be. See, I think we differ a little bit on it. I think it looks pretty good. I I like the way that it's I like the way that it's shot. I like the look of the movie.
0: I do de- yeah, yeah, I definitely <laughs> like that 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 aspect of it. It's it's cool. It almost has like a um Especially, there's certain shots in the trailer that almost make it look like it's got sort of a Nicholas Winding Refn sort of. I can see that the colors, like the neon colors and stuff, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like when
1: they're dragging the axe in the trailer. Yeah, a lot and of the, reflections. And then
0: there's like a, a shot where he's. Uh, the man in the mask is chasing the guy through a pool uh-huh. and they have like all these like neon palm trees behind them and so I don't know it just it, it kind of gave me that sort of feel
3: see I, I never saw the first one of this so I'm going into it completely open minded oh you are yeah and so my my favorite part of the trailer and it was right at the top she's sitting there trying to get the car started and the truck pulls up Right to where she can't open her door, and turns up the radio mm-hmm. and playing the song. I
2: think, think we're alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, like, yes. If I was a serial
3: killer, that is exactly what <laughs> I would do: is mentally mess with people. Mike, was like that's, f- I have that in my Mike, notes
1: too. Mike about did the song, say yeah. that
0: last night when we were watching this trailer. He's like, that is the perfect song it for really that moment. It really
1: is. And it looks <S clears> like <throat> they're doing the uh, the first movie is it's contained in, in the house. It's a home invasion movie. Okay. So you have Liv Tyler and her husband uh, locked in this house, and there's just these three random people that want to kill him. And there's no rhyme or reason to it, which is one of the things I loved about the first yeah. movie.
0: It's just there's the,
1: there's no rhyme or reason it's why the these strangers
0: people, for a reason. They're literally just strangers who
3: like
1: standing in the woods with these creepy masks on, surrounding it, it, the house. It, like. it, is it the same
3: masks from the big first one? Or yeah. The, the second guess, one. Yeah. Okay, because that reminded me of something, and I was like, where do I know this mask from? Maybe mm-hmm. it was just from the the first uh, stranger. Like strangers and stuff. Or maybe
1: I saw part of it or something. Yeah, but there's same, been a couple same, movies same, that have used similar masks. In recent years, but
0: uh, I mean, you could probably find like, especially the the doll masks and yeah. stuff like that. You yeah. could probably find those, and I'm sure you could find similar masks in the Purge movies, stuff like that. Um, it, one of the one of the weird things that came out about this movie is that they, for some reason, they decided to recast the Three Strangers. Which does that really matter though? I be, mean, they're behind masks. I don't, it it just seems kind of weird.
1: Like they, the original three might not have wanted to come back and do it though yeah you know and that's that's always a possibility and well, mass killers you can always you can always change who they are, and it never makes a difference. Just look at all the people that played Michael Myers or Jason yeah that's but was it the same never made a difference was it the
3: same rest <laughs> of the people from the uh, original no, no, so it, it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter as much because it could be the, well, the strangers thing happening somewhere else or
0: oh no it's it is the it's the same three killers right um, yeah but
3: but the rest of the people don't no, go back yeah, to the that, same house or, yeah or, exactly
0: um well, I think I don't know if it. Now my now my memory's not serving me that well, but I think there was like I think the reason it was kind of controversial is because the original people maybe did want to play those, uh, but I'm not entirely sure. So
1: yeah, if if that's the case, then I have I have no idea. Um, you know what though that that shouldn't have that big of an effect on the movie though. Maybe no, controversial I, behind the scenes. Right. But
0: yeah. No. I don't I don't think it really
1: will. I like the fact that they're taking it outside though of just a home invasion movie too though. If they were to do that same concept again, I think it would just feel stale. Um, the fact that it looks like it's in more of like a neighborhood, you know, it kind of like neighborhood city kind of thing, <laughs> where they're maybe stalking people throughout, like no matter where you go, we're gonna find you, kind of thing. Like well, that was, I kind of like that, I,
0: and I that's where I kind of had a different opinion. Like that to me seems because in the original, it seemed like the strangers themselves wanted to keep it really contained because that's how they could get away with that, away with it without any risk of being caught. Yeah, like if you're just chasing people all over a neighborhood a well-lit
1: neighborhood like it it seems like well we don't know the synopsis though perhaps they're in a ghost town yeah and there's nobody else there you might be right i, I have no <laughs> idea so I'm,
0: I'm you know i'm gonna reserve judgment um but this movie uh christina Hendricks from i yep. uh, she's probably most well known most well known for, for her, mad men for her boobs
2: <laughs>
0: that's me <laughs> we, uh, we were all thinking it okay she does have giant boobs <laughs> Uh, Bailey Madison, you know,
1: who sorry, she's you know who, a... You know Christina Hendricks is married to? No. She's married to the Snozzberries taste Like Snozzberries kid from Super Troopers. That actor. Oh. I he, can't think of his name, he but... He was in, uh... He was in Devil? Yeah. 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 That's who she's married yeah, to. Cause. Really? Yep. Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Yep. <laughs> um, uh, who else is... Oh, uh, Bailey Madison. Mm-hmm. She's a child actress. She's, um... She, uh, what the hell was she in? I can't. Oh, she was in uh, Bridge Bridge to Terabithia. I don't think there I ever was, saw that. There was one movie in particular. Oh, she was in that stupid uh, Adam Sandler movie. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Adam, it was an Adam Sandler and Jennifer. Blended. Uh, not Jennifer. Uh,
1: no, that was Drew Barrymore.
0: No, Jennifer from Friends. Uh, Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I don't know the. I a think movie it was guy. called. Oh, just go with it. Oh, sure. yeah. So.
1: Um, Took way too long to think of that. Yeah, sorry.
0: And for <laughs> <laughs> just for one actress, but uh, Bailey Madison, Martin Henderson. I'm not even sure. I really. Oh, he's. Uh, yeah, he, I know he li- who he Does is. he live with Harry? Uh, <laughs> 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 no, he was in he was in the ring. You you okay. watched the ring. Yeah. He was the the dude. The one dude yeah. who was who <laughs> played opposite uh, Naomi Watts cool. in the ring.
1: And uh, this movie was directed by Johannes Roberts, uh, who is the guy that did Forty Seven Meters Down, and that did really well. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe the sky will... Did that uh, do well? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it did really well.
0: I didn't really know much about it. Mm-hmm. Didn't he... Uh, t- uh, who who directed the first Strangers movie? Uh, he's your boy. I can never remember his name. You always <laughs> seem to remember him. He's my boy. He's your boy, Bloop. Um, I can't remember. Because I'm an idiot. But uh, anyway, so yeah. I don't know. This... Uh, the feeling I got from the trailer... I'm definitely like intrigued by it, but it's... It's definitely different from what I thought it was going to be, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, I don't... So
1: I think if they would have done the same thing again, it would have felt stale. Yeah, for and, sure. And so I'm happy they're at least trying something new to expand the franchise. Right. Maybe they're doing this so they can open doors to do different things down the road, too. Yeah. You know... I, they, because, like I said, you can only do a home invasion so many times. Right. At least within the same story.
0: Brian Bertino was the original director, by gotcha. the way. I think he actually wanted to direct the new one. He, pro- and there was just he a wrote of, it or produced it, didn't he? There was a bunch of red tape, and he ended up not... Oh, did he?
1: I thought so. Yeah, it's I possible. Could, I could be wrong with that, but we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Oh, yeah,
0: about. he did write. Aha. The original screenplay. There you go. There you go. Um,
1: cool. That's that's Strangers too. I mean, there's not too much talk about. It. These are just trailers we're going off. Yeah, we're going but, through um, a
0: bunch here, so we might as well... Just keep it keep it pretty uh, quick.
1: Uh, yeah. So moving on here uh, is a movie called The New Mutants, this which is one. coming out April thirteenth. Uh, holy shit! This movie looks awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's brought to us by a guy named Josh Boone, who's the director f- of The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, really? Wasn't it like a chick flick?
0: Yeah, I was like a no. it was like a coming of age, like teen, nah. like a tween movie or no, something a, like a,
1: that. A, a tween, tween t- flick. A tween, tween, tween t- flick. What the hell is a tween? I'm trying to chick. F- Between, yeah, it didn't
2: work.
0: (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) Anyway, uh, New Mutants. This is a Marvel movie that was made as a full-fledged, honest-to-God horror movie, which I never in a million years would have expected from Marvel Mm -hmm. um, to go in such a radically different direction with this movie. Because the comic series, from my understanding, I never read New Mutants, but from my understanding, the comic series isn't horror-based or anything like that. I think this is, like, a totally new direction. Yeah, I don't know much Yeah. Um, and it looks so damn good. Mm-hmm. Like, like, original Conjuring Insidious level good. You know, like... Yeah, I am I was blown away by it. When I finally saw the trailer for this, I was absolutely blown away by it. Yeah, the trailer's um, the trailers, super intense.
0: Uh, oh, by the way, like, we're talking about all these movies. Make sure you jump on and, and you know, just get on YouTube. Yeah, watch all the trailers. These, all quick. these trailers are on up on YouTube, so and if they're not, check we'll them tell you, but, uh, uh, so, It's really, like... Check them out as you're listening along. Uh, the, so this,
1: you, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Um, Anna Taylor-Joy uh, is in this movie. She was in The Witch? Uh, yes. Is that her? Yes. Uh, Charlie Heaton, who Stranger was in Things. Stranger Things. Uh, Macy Williams. Is from uh, Game of Game of Thrones. Game of Thongs. Um, <laughs> Alice Braga, who I know from Queen of the South. It's a TV show on USA, which is awesome. It's about the Mexican cartel and this chick that takes over. Oh. And she is fine. Fine. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of other people in this movie too. Those are the main the, the main cast. Uh, it's about five young mutants discovering their abilities while held in a secret facility against their will. Here's the thing that I love about this. There's a specific line in the trailer uh, that, that is something that I talk about whenever I tell a certain story about when I was in Arizona, mm-hmm. almost stepping on a rattlesnake. Yeah. And that is how baby rattlesnakes... She's talking to the one, the one mutant. She goes, "Did you know that baby rattlesnakes are more dangerous than, than adults because they don't know how much toxin to envenomate or envenomate?" Envenomate. Just made made that word Totally made that up. Um, To (laughs) (laughs) copyright. (laughs) (laughs)
0: TM TM
1: TM. Um, But but it's true though, and if you think about it, with mutants when they're growing up, they don't know how to control their power. So when they get like pissed off, they're just gonna. Fuck shit up. Well like, yeah, you
0: go back to like the, the original X-Men X X-Men movie in yeah. Rogue. Yeah. You know, exactly, like she exactly all she wanted to do is like give her boyfriend an HJ or something and ended <laughs> up ended up sucking his life force out.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, so I, I love that premise. You know, I love the premise and the fact that they're stuck in like a is <clears> what <throat> is the equivalent of like a like a Ward, like a it's like secret a, facility.
0: It's where like they... a, yeah, it looks like a like a it looks like a hospital, but also like a top secret facility, yeah. but also kind of like a nut house. Mm-hmm. And it's just there's some really like frightening imagery in the in the trailer. It was the shot trailer, really cool. and it, the, What's that? Yeah, it was shot really well and cool. Yeah, 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 it yeah.
1: looks there's, awesome. There's the one gag that's straight out of Nightmare on Elm Street with oh, the, like yeah, uh, the, the hands with them coming and, through the, the wall. Yeah, I,
3: oh, I forgot to write a note about that. But thank you for reminding me because it looked like that wasn't CGI'd.
2: It wasn't. It was.
3: I, oh, well, I was it. watching on my phone, so if it looked really, like it was done really, the same way as Nightmare. If it's really good CGI, it should look like that. So who knows? <laughs> so who knows? Maybe it go. is. Maybe it not But it isn't. looked
1: like legit, like latex coming yeah, out. You know, it looks really, really, really good. Um, and another another trailer had a really awesome song in it. They used just the kids' chorus from another Brick in the Wall, yeah. and I love that that uh, that little in the background. Like it was yeah. just really, really and awesome. And they had
3: it. That was a note I had too. Um, they had a very like kind of like i don't i don't know if they retracted or just used it but they had a very slower and a little ambient with Mm -hmm. some big reverb but the beginning when it started i I think that first line that comes through i don't know if that was brick in a wall
1: the we don't need
3: that i I noticed that at first later on but at first they had something that was like it sounded like the lost boys theme cry little sister thou shall not kill and it kind of came in soft and
1: then it came in again at the end and uh it just got just cool. Yeah, no, this movie looks looks incredible. I like I said, I'm more blown away by the fact that Marvel made this movie, that somebody at Marvel, uh, well Kevin Feige greenlit this movie. Like I, I'm assuming Kevin. No, this was this is a Fox movie, so it wouldn't right. have been, it wouldn't have been Feige. Um, that being said, though, Marvel still has their stamp on it, and I I'm just shocked to death that they would do this. Then again, though. This is Fox. They put out an R-rated Deadpool movie, right. which Marvel would never do over in the CMU. So
3: only thing, very end jump scare, dryer you, no, rather, hm? the, the dryer oh, jump yeah, scare. Yeah, the I flame was like, okay, pant. this I know, I know there's gonna be a face come up or something like that, <laughs> and end up being a, a flaming hand or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but uh, that, that was it. Was expected. It was yeah.
0: expected, but it's still pretty effective. Yeah, yeah. yeah the whole thing looks amazing. Uh, they actually cite the filmmakers. I, I was reading the filmmakers cited uh, like one flew over, the, one flew over the cuckoo's nest the shining which is funny cuz both of those are jack nicholson yep. movies uh the breakfast club and nightmare on elm street three the dream warriors as influences for the production design there you go
1: so so they probably did in, i guarantee you that whole wall gag is absolutely inspired oh, by it has nightmare. To. oh yeah for sure has to be yep um if you were a mutant quick what would your power be
3: uh, feet that can grow as long as I want them to.
2: <laughs> the first thing that came to Perfect. mind.
1: First thing.
0: Oh damn it! Uh, um, I would like to be able to turn myself into Silly Buddy. Button. Okay, and, and, and then and then and then I could press myself on the newspapers and and pick up the 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 text. And then I could do the service of bringing people the news. They call you the copy man. <laughs> I would just, you know, I'd pick up the news and walk around town letting everybody know about current events.
1: I wouldn't have any powers because my power of love is empty.
0: That's the power of- <laughs>
1: <laughs> All
0: that
3: for
1: a new
0: beer joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's time to go back to the cooler. <laughs> ah, that was ah, even better. That was that good, was, that you was suck good. at this, Mike. Uh, All right, well, let's uh, let's move on to the next, next movie that we're going to so about. so subpar then. at it. So, uh, you're subpar. Most things. <laughs> Insidious uh,
3: Four.
1: Insidious yeah.
0: Four. The what?
1: The last. Uh, the last key. The last key. Now, is it Insidious Four, the last key, or is it just Insidious, the last key? Did they get rid of their numbering on this one too? <laughs> oh, did they? I think they might have. I don't uh, think. They, I don't believe that there's a four on the poster. My keyboard's not working, so I can't tell you for sure. No, oh, that sucks to be you. Uh, so, Insidious, the last key. This is going to be out uh, very soon here, January fifth. Uh, this is coming out. So just this is next Friday. This will be within yep. a week of this this broadcast.
0: Broadcast, Ho- hopefully, hopefully followed soon by a screening of.
1: Behind the mask. <laughs> <laughs> you bastards. Um, yeah, we were so PC about this whole gathering nah, in the beginning. <laughs> now we're drinking. All right, so um, Insane's <laughs> Last 2.5% <key>. beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> drinking like man. All right, so the Last Key uh, featuring the <laughs> incomparable Lin Shay ah, m- Much like every other. Uh, why can't I. What happened? My computer's just
1: completely going nuts. So, why don't you? Uh, Gatherers hacking our stuff. They hear us talking badly about them. (laughs) I just. All right, so uh, Insidious The Last Key, once again, uh, written by Lee Whannell, Yes. uh, Which you would know from the Saw franchise and and the Insidious, and he wrote The Conjuring and uh, Cooties and a whole bunch of tons of stuff. Directed by uh, Adam Robitel. Now, if you don't know the name, uh, you might have known some of the movies he's done. Uh, A movie called The Taking of Deborah Logan, he directed. Oh, man, I love it. Which was awesome. And he also directed the paranormal activity Ghost Dimension. Uh, he wrote that movie. Uh, the Ghost Dimension uh, Paranormal Activity The Ghost Dimension. Oh. Okay. Lots of syllables there. Um so yeah, like you said, this one's starring uh Lin and again. This,
0: this one actually this one actually revolves around Lyn Shea, like as the main, yes, main right. character. It's her uh,
1: family's house that is being haunted right, this time she, as she opposed plays, to
0: she plays parapsychologist, uh, Doctor Elise Rainier. Uh, she faces her most fearsome and personal haunting yet in her own family home.
3: When mm-hmm. she's just like, "People come to me for help or whatever," she was saying. I was just like, "Whoa, this is gonna be legit." She's <laughs> like the tone of voice and like that. Well, Lynn the She's amazing. Though. Yeah. Her
0: delivery's always amazing. Yeah, she. This character too is uh, is.
1: It's perfect, it's for, perfect her. for her. This is gonna be the role that I think that she probably is best known for. Right? It's probably the biggest franchise that she's. Been a key player or anything? No, well, except for this.
0: <laughs> well, in case you can't see me, I'm doing a very vigorous cunnilingus thing from uh,
1: from uh, 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 a kingpin. Kingpin, yeah, um, which was her favorite role she ever played, by the way. Um, also starring uh, Bruce Davison, Brucey. Brucey. Uh, if you if you don't remember him, he's the uh, I know him best as the he was the president in the first X Men movie that Magneto turns into like a blob. Oh jelly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I know him best from that, but I do. And then also Javier Botet plays Javier
0: Botet is actually playing the like the main key bitch, <laughs> <laughs> the main key bitch. Keyface, I guess is the name. Yeah, this movie. I, so the first time we saw the the trailer a few months back, you're like, I just
1: don't. What the? What, I, I still with listen, the keys on the fingers. I, I the key the, the finger key things are intriguing. I, I think still cool. think they look kind of dumb.
2: Well, yeah, still, well,
1: they look, it's a little bit too on the nose for me. Uh, that being said, though, in it, the trailer it though, it 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 there's a part.
0: It's actually on her fingers.
1: <laughs> there's a, in the trailer. There's a part in the very beginning where he sticks the key into a woman's throat while she's screaming, and then yep. turns it off, and her voice goes dead. That, that was, was pretty awesome. cool. The that ho- was really cool. Where you just it fades away to where you hear that
3: distant. Oh, oh, it reminded me of like when there's that car crash, and then you hear the. Boop yeah
1: yeah yeah, and everything's quiet like, high pitch and, the, and of, it's just kind of like slow motion to me it was like when you turn off the speakers to a turntable but you can still sort of hear the music coming from yeah, the yeah. that's what it reminded me yeah, of like sure. you're just hearing her vocal cords just kind of vibrating ever so slightly um one if there's a downfall of this movie it does look really good if there's a downfall though is i hope that the movie's not uh, just riding on jump scares the there are a lot time. of jump
0: scares. In it the looks trailer. like
1: this is a jump scare of the movie. Yeah, I like the first jump scare at the
3: start of the trailer when she's standing there and also just gets thrown back across the yeah. room. Yeah, it, 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 it came in very strong and it intrigued me right away like uh-huh. that. Um, um,
0: I, I said this when we were watching it. Like regardless of whether you're, I still need to catch up on the Insidious movies, I haven't seen all of them. So um, regardless of whether you're into these movies or not, I think that I think that James Wan and uh, what he's doing in film and Lee Winnell like the imagery that they've crafted with yeah. their films, is some of the scarier imagery that we've seen yeah. in, in yep. a long I time. Agree. I agree. Like just the characters, like the villains that they come up the, with,
3: the faces of the, like the slightly deformed faces. Yeah, like that. It was unique in its own. Yeah, um, and just creepy looking overall. Like
0: I know, like Mike. Mike always says he doesn't really like ghosts that look like people so much. <laughs> but they do it in a way that's mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. effective.
1: It looks supernatural. It looks paranormal. Right. It doesn't just look like a, a person with their opacity turned down 50%. Right. You know? like I don't know. Um, yeah, it very much uh, James <coughs> Bond and Lee Winnell movies, uh, even though he, they didn't direct this one, but they still both had a, a hand in it, they have that style where you know it's their movie right you know it's just very it's all over the place it's their their stamp on everything and I I felt that too before I knew that watching the trailer before I looked it up
3: um just the vibe it gave off you know Mm -hmm. just yep and uh yeah, but I think this one's gonna be really cool. I have, I have a special place for for paranormal movies. Uh, mm-hmm. They always just like put me on edge. Maybe it's because I've been around weird things happening or something like that. George, something that you, you you just can't see it, so you don't know what it is. You know, right.
1: ghost ghost movies between ghosts and UFOs, both having to do with paranormal and and but I, those, those are my bread and butter. Like the, yeah. you give me a good ghost movie and a good alien movie, and I'm I'm set. Like uh, now.
0: One, one second, I I just, I'm reading something right now that's interesting, I didn't actually know this, but this is rumored to lead directly into the original Insidious, as this film occurs before the iconic first film uh, in the franchise. But so she's this is so
1: much older! Well,
0: <laughs> you gotta kinda look past that, but, so apparently this might, it's rumored to be a prequel? Interesting. So, that's interesting.
1: Now i want to go back and rewatch the first one to see if there's any, excuse me, any hints. Yeah. Do they reference it in the first movie?
0: Hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Um. Yeah. So that's uh, that's insidious. The last key that comes out. Would you say
1: January fifth? Fifth. Yeah. So that's Let's, that's really soon here. Cool. Let's move on to one that
0: I'm super stoked.
1: Yes. about. Yes. Oh man. Um. This movie. I, I love I, Zachary Levi so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Krasinski uh,
0: does look like Zachary Levi. He does.
2: He does. And I, actually, I
0: even told you I didn't think you knew this, but they they do a bit in the office where they where they play on that whole idea that John Krasinski looks like Zachary Levi in one of the episodes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this Oops, I'm not used to wearing my hat forward. I just hit my mic. Uh yeah, this movie features Emily Blunt, John, uh, John what's the, Krasinski... What's the movie called James? Oh sorry. It's called <laughs> Well I said it earlier. I think it's called The Quiet Place. This comes out April sixth, mm-hmm. twenty eighteen. And this movie I like I love the trailer for this movie because it seems like nowadays they, they just give way too much away. Oh, yeah. Like, if I have one if I have one thing that I didn't like about a lot of these trailers, but, like, The Last Key, the one mm-hmm. that we just talked about, I feel like they gave away yeah, you know almost all the, of the scares, yeah. you know? But this movie, even <laughs> though they give you quite a bit of information, like, you know that this family seems to be alone. You know that they have to be very quiet. You know that they but, have to... But why? You know that they have to walk on these, like... Uh, paths made out of salt or something that they're sprinkling on the ground but you don't know what it is
1: well in their house they know exactly which boards creak and which ones don't yep. right. and they're, they're stepping on very specific boards Stepping right. over leaves
0: exactly and they're being very very quiet and then uh, at one point in the trailer they make a noise uh-huh. and then everybody's like oh fuck but you don't know why they can't be but quiet.
1: There's these giant claw marks down be, yeah. the staircase. And yep. You know there's something big, whatever it is, it's right. something
3: huge. What I thought was really cool is that the whole trailer If I would be as intrigued if there was no music going out on the mm-hmm. trailer and yep. you were just watching it because it would be silent. I might be even right. more intrigued. Quite I think frankly. I would too. And, and and I think that was really cool because you never see a trailer where it's just nothing. No speaking,
1: no anything. Yeah. are sign languaging together. Right. I hope I almost hope that this movie doesn't have a soundtrack to it. Like, make this movie fucking quiet. Yeah. Like, make it exactly what they're going through. Right. I think it was... Um, it, uh, is it uh, There Will Be Blood is the dry movie where there's a zero soundtrack yeah, in it? right. I think, I think it's There Will Be Blood. Yep. And that movie... I had a hard time with it because of that because it's, it's a little bit hard to stick with a movie. It, it makes you realize how important music is.
2: Right.
1: But once you wrap your head around it, yep. it that, that movie is so fucking effective for that reason. Mm-hmm. And this movie... Should be that. I think, well, think that would be really cool. And this cool might be
0: easier to get your head around, being that the whole idea behind this movie yeah. is it revolves around the and silence it's a of a simple concept. Yeah.
1: Such a simple concept. It, just and don't I make think it sound. It would
3: right. even you as a theater <laughs> goer would make you want to stay quiet and like not reach into your popcorn yeah, exactly. bag. Yeah. You're gonna be more on the edge of your seat. Yeah. Oh, are
1: you kidding me? We would we would sit next to that one dude who just opened his sour patch kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> no dog. I'm, at, oh the, I'm at the movies right now. What's oh up? Oh my god. There would be murder. There would be straight murder in that theater. <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, it this movie it's very it's 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 primal. Would that be the right word? Like it's just it's such a simple Primal concept to stay quiet so someone doesn't hear you. You know, right. like it's very maybe that's not the right word, but uh, yeah, it kind of works. Yeah, yeah, you know, the cavemen they have to, when they're hunting or whatever. You know, be very quiet. Yeah, right, but I just love that like, they didn't show you what was coming. Yeah, in- instinct, like uh, maybe
0: instinctual,
3: instinct? maybe. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but that's what you just said. Is that's it? Like you see these giant claw marks and you see something huge around the house. Right, but what is it? They don't need. They don't even give you an, an inkling of what it could possibly be. And
0: that's to be honest, that's the one thing that worries me because I said this after we watched the trailer. I I said, this—the thing that's after them—could either be really awesome, or it could be a huge letdown. Could be Will Smith. It could be Will Smith <laughs> as as it's Money okay. Shot or whatever the hell his no. name is. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I don't. You know what I mean, though. Like it, like it could it, be. This, like, I said this actually it, makes it like look the so. Aw- it, this makes yeah. it look so awesome, and I just hope that whatever it is, I almost hope. You, I, I almost hope I don't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, the movie like, itself. You just no, don't no, no. It. I almost <laughs> hope that I never see this movie. No, I almost hope that you know you don't know, you, you never see what it is. Mm-hmm. I like mystery like that. I know it pisses a lot of people off, but like letting my imagination kind of fill in the blanks, that's mm-hmm. the kind of stuff I really like. What do you think it is? I don't know. Like I, a like, giant
3: platypus? Like
1: naturally, you want to go with
0: naturally, you want to go with. It's obviously some kind of monster, or some kind of right. creature, or some something kind
3: of demon thing. But
0: and that's why I'm saying like, it, it like if the design of the creature or whatever it is is not like spot on, it could be kind of corny. Uh-huh. So like, what if it's just something that we can't even?
1: What,
2: what if, if it's, it's
0: what if it's something completely out of left field that we just won't even see coming? <laughs> that's the kind of thing. Is this I want is
1: actually a remake of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But you're seeing it from the, this family was shrunk and nobody ever found them, <laughs> and 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 the dad character is actually played by Rob Schneider and he's just looking for him. So what you're hearing is Ro- a giant Rob <laughs> Schneider just peeling through the grass. That's <laughs> what I want to see. <laughs> you can do it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, um, I th- I think this. I'm I'm excited for this one though. Yeah. I think it looks really cool. Uh,
1: do you know this was directed by John Krasinski too? Oh, I did nice. not know that until I looked yeah. it up.
0: Well, then I have even higher hopes because it, I. I like John Krasinski. Do you think
1: that he came up with this concept while he was just sitting in the office one day?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's an episode of The Office where I don't care. Um... <laughs> no, there's an episode of The Office where they try and see how long they can go without making a sound. So huh? maybe, maybe that's how he came up <laughs> with this. Could be. <laughs> All
1: right. So the next one, everybody knows at this point, uh, but we kind of had to talk about it. It's sci-fi and and genre enough. It's fucking Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, boy. There's going to be a lot of naysayers who say this movie looks terrible. Um, that's how I was when the first one came out. Mm-hmm. And I ended up having the best time in recent memory at the theater seeing this movie. Mike was the eat- first one. Mike was, eating, oh, yeah.
0: Mike was eating crow for about oh, was. a week after oh, that And movie. I
1: loved every second of it. Uh, just delicious were, oh, crow. Man, you were so you were so negative about I that
0: movie, and I was just like, "Mike, will you shut the fuck up?" Like it's gonna be awesome. Yep. And then we go to the theater, and I look over him at, at, at him at one point, and he's got like a huge grin on his face.
1: Yep. <laughs> and that kid behind us. I'm not gonna get into it, but the kid behind us is what did it for me. Oh, that kid was so cool. Fuck, man. <laughs> Or oh, well, the you power, probably, the you power should, of a child. You should
0: probably explain that because that sounded oh, weird the, the, and There was a
1: kid... <laughs> <laughs> the power of a child. There was a kid that was sitting behind us. He couldn't have been more than 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And he had this, the same reaction to Jurassic World that we had the, when we were kids seeing Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. He was like so excited every single time a dinosaur would come on and he was like poking his dick, goes, Dad, Dad, it's a Velociraptor, or that's a pterodactyl. And he's like standing up in the aisle and he's like, like, it was like, like seriously, it's what movie going is. Mm-hmm. Was well, this kid was sit a...
3: down and shut up, <laughs> kid, I'm trying to watch the movie. <laughs> shut that
1: fucking kid up. <laughs> it literally though, like, it made me realize like this movie absolutely works for the its target audience. Mm-hmm. We were not the target audience. And you have to kind of get past that before you can really Put your your reservations aside. You I know? thought I was a target audience because I enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, you know what I'm saying though. <laughs> what are you, what are the you the wonder to say, though, Mike? like the,
3: the
1: wonder that right. for the kids or whatever. Well, you know? I th-
0: well, we're, for the kids, well, man. We we were also a target audience too because they want to play into the nostalgia factor. True, for sure. true.
1: But like um, a lot of people said that the magic wasn't there. Yes, it was. You're just not you're just, an 11 year old boy watching you're, for the first you're just time the, again. You're anymore. just an
0: old grumpy, jaded, cin- cynical yeah. dick.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Bryce Dallas Howard is coming back. Chris Pratt is coming back. Jeff Motherfucking Goldblum is coming back. <laughs> uh, and BD Wong. So it's like an all star cast of all the different Jurassic films. Which uh, is as awesome.
0: Aside from, like, everybody was so stoked that Jeff Goldblum, you know, oh, Jeff Goldblum's coming back. Malcolm. I, I, uh, like, uh, I, uh, w- uh. What?
1: Life will. Find a way. <laughs> uh
0: no, I was I was excited that B D Wong came back to yeah. reprise his well, same he was in the role first one. from he was, he was in the
1: world too, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like okay. when Jurassic World came out, I was like, Oh, the same dude still doing <laughs> his thing. That's awesome. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, it so, looks cool
3: though. I'm excited to see what it's gonna be like with the island falling apart. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know, and for things sure. running rampant, doing what they want and uh,
1: I wish I do wish from the trailer I wish there was more scenes at night and I hope that there's more in the action movie because the CG just looks better in darker atmospheres and these big dinosaur types. Mm -hmm. It's why the first movie worked so well. That was a movie where CG was unheard of. It was one of the first movies to ever use CGI. You know, and, Jurassic Park. Yeah, balls? like the whole scene where the T Rex is chasing the. You uh... can correct him next week on no, that. No, no, no. I <laughs> I have a laser disc of the making of. Thank you very much. Um, no, the, the whole scene where the the T Rex is chasing the car through the uh, uh, down the road and the trees are falling and the T Rex right. is busting. a lot. That was all, all almost all CG. They didn't use real dinosaurs. No, for some scenes. For some scenes. Well, that's bullshit. But you you can't tell though because. Back then, that movie was way better. than it had any. Oh right yeah, to be it would, it would have been very easy to tell back then. But the fact that it was at night, though, you can camouflage a lot of the rough edges. Right. In Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, in uh, in the there's one scene where all the dinosaurs are running in that field. He's like, run! Yep. Some of those dinosaurs look a little. Well, you can tell they're you can absolutely tell they're CG. If that was at night, I guarantee you they'd all look flawless. Oh yeah. So I hope they do a lot more night stuff because I just think the that type of movie the the effects work better in a it's, darker atmosphere.
0: Coincidentally, I also look flawless at <laughs> night.
1: <laughs> and after a few beers,
3: <laughs> well, I, uh, after you have I was, a
0: few beers, I look flawless.
3: <laughs> one thing I was disappointed in with this trailer, yeah, was the fact that they didn't use any of the original Jurassic Park music. Even when the, the last Jurassic World came out, they
1: had it. They had the music, the, the same theme, but it's dark. They, yeah.
0: they teased it right at the end. It, it was,
1: was just. That's all they do.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you, They didn't
3: use any of it in Jurassic World. They did, but it was a but it was a dark version of it. Oh, yeah. I see. It was like oh, like an like they had like a minor chord holding oh. behind it or something this to is, make is, it sound dark.
1: This is Jurassic Park for a newer audience. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all uh, right. Anyway, you know, There's yeah. not too much I'll to say about it. Uh, directed by uh, J. A. Bayana. Um, this is the guy that directed The Orphanage. Oh. that uh, Del Toro produced movie from yeah. like 2006 I think it was mm-hmm. uh, that's where he got a lot of his notoriety and then he did that uh, Monster Calls movie not too long ago Monster Calls? yeah it was, I think it was like a kids movie I I think I don't know much about it but I know that it was a thing which is why I'm saying it now <laughs> let's move on oh a Monster Call okay yeah
0: I, I know what you're talking about now oh yeah um, cool alright well the next one that we're gonna talk about we'll talk about pretty briefly because yep. there's actually no trailer for it yet no
1: but we know uh, it's coming
0: we do know it's coming
1: uh and we all know that James is coming <laughs> when he sees Olivia Munn. <laughs>
0: um, I won't get into that. I will not get into that. Out of respect for my my lovely wife. but So we're all, all the o- fan o- trailers? Olivia, we're all, Olivia, all M- trailers? Olivia Munn is okay. n- nice. Because I was looking for this, and I was
3: like, why does this look like Star Wars... And then I'm looking at the next one. Why does this one look like George of the Jungle? Like, like it was like
1: all these different trailers claiming to be the new Predator. Actually, Brendan Fraser is starring in the new Predator movie. It's actually, George of the Jungle is hunting the Predator uh, in the jungle. And I was like, well, it, I found
3: one that looked like it was it. And I was like, this trailer did not, definitely did not make me interested in this movie, and I will not see it.
0: <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, are you guys stoked about the Predator movie? Because yes. I'm personally, me for for me. The Predator himself is one of he my... He
1: looks th- awesome in this movie, too. He, like the he, from the screenshots he, they've released? Yeah.
0: He's one of my all-time favorite uh, movie. I, I wouldn't even call him a villain, really.
2: No, he's Like, just, I
0: kind of root for he's him. He's doing his thing. Like, when he was fighting Arnold in the original, I kind of
1: wanted the Predator. <laughs> what, the, uh, what the hell are you? Um... There's more than one Predator in this movie, too. There's been screenshots where there's multiple Predators. Oh, yeah, for so sure. Yeah. That's definitely a thing. It's not just one. Uh, this is directed by Shane Black, uh, who was Hawkins in the original Predator. Mr. Black. Yep. Uh, he was the director of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Iron Man 3, The Nice Guys. He wrote all of the Lethal Weapon movies. He wrote Monster Squad, for God's sake. He wrote the
0: Lethal Weapon movies? Yeah,
1: all of them. No shit. He wrote Monster Squad. There you go. He wrote Last Action Hero. That's
0: the only cre- Those are the only <laughs> two credits that really matter. Which ones? The fact that he wrote Monster Squad and Last Action Hero. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, so this movie is starring Olivia Munn,
1: uh, Jacob Tremblay, who's a little kid, I think. Yep. Uh, Yvonne Strahovski. Mm. You can have Olivia Munn. I will take Yvonne Strahovski any day of the week. Oh, is she the chick from Dexter? She's the chick from yeah, and okay. Chuck. And Chuck. Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, Lachlan Monroe, Spider Bolton himself. <laughs> Where the hell has he been for the last ten oh, years? No. Uh, uh, Thomas Jane, Jake Busey, Sterling K. Brown for for those uh, This Is Us fans mm-hmm. out there, uh, Keegan Michael Key, mm-hmm. of course.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a, nobody big... matters as much as Jake Busey. Oh, Edward
0: James almost Edward James almost is in this movie. I didn't know that uh, he
1: was almost in it. He he's, was. He's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Jake Busey though is actually playing, I believe, the role of. Uh, um, uh, cool man. Other Busey. what's his name? Dan oh. Busey. Oh. Crazy yes. Seagull guy Busey. like uh, Gary. <laughs> He's actually playing the son of Gary Busey's character from the Predator, I believe. Is he? That was the rumor I mean, that, from, makes sense. that was the rumor from a long uh, long time ago when this was first in development. I don't know if that's true, mm-hmm. but I hope that it is. Um this is a movie that we've watched the gestation over the last year and a half or so, like so yeah. I'm very excited for this flake. Um I don't let me down, Shane Black. Please, please, please don't let me down. Don't let me
0: down, down, uh, down. Supposedly,
1: it takes place in an urban setting, too. This is not strictly in the jungle. Oh, really? It's taking a little bit of Predator 2. Oh, nice. Minus with Danny Glover. Have you seen? You haven't seen. Predator no, two. but I know all about it. I know all about it. I just never actually seen it. But um, uh, so that would be fun. That'd be fun.
0: Yeah, for sure. I I'm I'm really excited uh, for it. Uh, that's apparently coming out August third, twenty eighteen. Yes,
1: uh, that's the tentative that, date. Yeah. Is that accurate? Who knows if the Disney merger again? This is another one of those properties. Right. That was a Fox property. Yeah. So who knows if the Disney merger will change anything? But Disney, cast looks great. Disney, don't um, fuck. don't
0: fuck with our movies, okay? Mm, no. Just Just don't. All, All right. right so so next, anyway, let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Yeah.
1: Next movie that we also don't have a trailer for yet. But we've talked a lot about, so we don't need to spend too much time. But that's uh, Halloween. Halloween, David. Which was promised to us on October nineteenth, promised mm-hmm. by Jason Blum himself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So or Blum. Blum, Jason Blum himself. Blum. Uh, directed by David Gordon Green, who did Pineapple Express, The Sitter, and Your Highness. Mm-hmm. Three just. Oh, well, Pineapple Express was good at least. <laughs> which one was the The Sitter? The Sitter was with Jonah Hill. Where he has to like babysit the kids. Oh, so it's yeah, mo- so they're all comedy.
0: So he's done mostly comedy yep. movies. Yep. Um has he done any horror at all?
1: No. No. Oh. Him and Danny McBride, this is their first foray into the genre.
0: But we've said this before, like people people who write comedy, they have a dark side. Typically. Like you almost like comedy comedy in in and of itself, especially stand up comedy, is sort of a dark art. Like you have to go to some weird places in your brain to be able to come up with the stuff, and and then not only take that that crap from your life, <clears throat> that's probably pretty dark for most people, and mm-hmm. turn it into comedy. Like you got to be a little fucked up. Not
1: only that though, comedy and horror, you have to hit the same beats. Those are the only two genres where you can watch an audience and know if your movie's working. Right. You can't watch like a, a drama. And just look at people staring at a screen and go, "Oh, this is working. Oh, this, is, this is, working. is working!" Like you can't. Like the people react to your movie, right. so writing it is very similar too. Yeah, you know you have to know how to hit those beats and play your audience. Yeah, that's a good point. Timing, timing is massive in both genres. Absolutely. So I think they're perfect for this movie. I really do. And they're and like we talked about at the top of the hour, they're doing everything right. They're getting the right people back that did the original. Mm-hmm. They're hitting all those those milestones. They're doing a little bit of new stuff. They're doing. I don't know. I I am beyond beyond excited for this movie. Yeah, I'm. I'm really I, I can't even. To it. I'm going to see it 18 times the first day. <laughs>
0: um, don't ba- even know if it's possible. Basically, but I'm going to. basically just so far uh, as far as casting goes, you've got Judy Greer playing uh, Karen Strode, uh-huh. Jamie Lee Curtis playing Laurie Strode, Andy Matichek as Allison, and Nick Castle returning as Michael Myers as the Shape himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's about it. We can probably move yep. on from that. This one picks or... up.
1: We've talked about it before. It picks up directly after the original, and so the whole sibling storyline, I believe, is gone at this point. Yeah. Did
3: you guys watch the the fan trailer or whatever? The one that hit like eight hundred thousand views, the most views on YouTube before it or something? Uh, no, no. And it's like it, it, it shows them there, and Mike Myers was hanging by a rope, like off the edge of a building, and mm-hmm. she goes up and goes to pull his mask off and kisses him <laughs> or something. No, oh, that's it, from
0: uh, Resurrection. I was gonna say that oh.
3: that that was from previous. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz that's it-
0: that's where she she does she sacrifice herself in that movie?
1: I'm still trying to figure out why we're talking about Resurrection. But but, but but anyways, in in the uh,
0: the review
3: of the trailer of the new one, that was a fan trailer someone made. It was that, and then it was like this big hip-hop scene. Yo, dog, that's Mike Myers! And it jumps into all this rap music. (laughs) And and I was like, if this is what's going on in this movie, that's
1: not Halloween. I'm not going to go see that. Well, listen, uh, H2O had LL. Resurrection had Busta Rhymes. So the new Halloween movie has got to have what? Soulja Boy? I th- oh, is, that, is, that, is that where we're going But then, but then the uh, the even um, the t- two chains perhaps? the theme, mu- I'm gonna, the theme I'm gonna music. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> the theme
3: music turned into a rap song.
0: Oh really? Yeah, and well. I was like, oh no. Oh, uh, no. by the way, the new. I, I know we've mentioned it before, but the um, Trent Reznor and uh, shit. What, what's the other dude's name? I can't. I can never the they're, they're, nine inch nails guy. The um, the um,
1: other player. Other nine inch nails guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: the the <laughs> Halloween theme that they put out. Yeah very cool. Yeah, very awesome. Look it
1: up if you haven't heard it before.
0: Uh, Anyway, let's move on to our next movie. (laughs) This is one Mm. that Mike wants to do, and we don't have to spend a lot of time
1: on. Well, Jay Jay thinks that it looks just as amazing as I do. Jay, I want to let you take this one.
3: (laughs) Uh... So, Itsy Bitsy was quite (laughs)
1: shitsy. That's all
3: I got to say, okay? I mean, you put up this thing of this big giant spider crawling around your house that's the size of a Labrador. I'm just going to want to pet it. It's not scary. It was just, everything was really cheesy the way it was laid out.
0: The Itsy Shitsy (laughs) Spider. This uh,
3: This is a
1: movie called Itsy Bitsy. It is based off of the children's nursery rhyme poem whatever you want to call it uh the itsy bitsy spider it wasn't and, itsy it wasn't bitsy it was huge here, no, and thing. it's also about a spider goddess here's that the takes thing the form i guess of a spider is what i'm gathering from the trailer
0: <laughs> here's the thing though i told you after we watched it because sometimes you judge things based on certain aspects mm-hmm. if this was named something other than itsy bitsy You would think that it looked all right.
1: Well, there's already something that's slightly making me more intrigued about it. What? Uh, It's directed by a guy named uh, Mika Gallo. Mm -hmm. He's a visual effects artist for Hatchet 1, 2, and 3... Adam Green's Frozen, The Innkeepers, Chillerama, Silent Night remake, and the Quiet Ones. Yes. Yeah, so he's pretty much he's part of that whole film family thing so that now, I love so much. Now so that now you're now, I'm like, now that you're well, fanboying, hmm. yeah. My, my <laughs> thing, <laughs> my,
3: my thing was that they show this one spider right in the house. There might be more, we don't know, but from, according to the trailer, it looks like there's this one single spider that's yeah. roaming around the house that nobody knows is there. That's huge, uh-huh. right? <clears throat> I mean, if they could make it more scarier in a different like like when we were in when I was in Salem, there's a spider house. Uh-huh. That apparently was infested with thousands upon thousands of spiders at one point, point really and they uh, apparently got rid of them all. And people still live there to this day. And when you walk by, people f- still feel like they're getting things crawled on them, dropping Ooh. off the house, <laughs> and like that's scary. That makes gives me the chills. Spider but not a
0: huge thing, you know. I mean, uh, well, I mean, like in real life, if I met a gigantic spider, I would oh, definitely yeah. be freaked out. But... but I would be more
3: freaked out by a. Like a thousand regular sized spiders crawling at me.
0: Well, that's like uh, like the movie Arachnophobia. It's to me, the scariest part was never the giant spider. Yeah. It was always when they're in the house and all of the little spiders start coming out of yep. the walls and yep. shit. You're like, oh, God, oh you're,
1: God, You're completely helpless. Yep. You're surrounded.
0: Yep. Like the big one, you could take care yeah. of, you know?
1: Um,. Yeah, so this movie with the
0: baseball bat.
1: This movie is starring uh, Brucey again. Bruce Davison is in this movie. Oh, he's all over the place. Uh, And also uh, a woman named Denise Crosby, who played Denise Creed in Pet Cemetery.
2: Oh, I think
1: she was the mom, wasn't Mm -hmm. she, in Pet Cemetery? Yep. So uh, a little bit of cred, a little bit of it, an itsy bitsy. A little little bit of of cred. (laughs) A little bit of creed. Cred. Anyway, that's we don't need to spend more time on it. It looks pretty. For the guy being a visual effects artist, the effects in this movie look pretty meh. To be honest with you, they were pretty. I
0: I couldn't get it. They showed a little bit. I couldn't get like a full on uh, idea of of what we were dealing with. But I thought the spider webs
3: in the in the little crib thing looked. Wow. Yeah, uh, spider webs. look legit. There were
0: parts of it that seemed like it could be like Halloween redeeming, store, <laughs> redeeming qualities. It's probably not going to be great, but we'll definitely watch it. Still. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right, moving on here. Uh, there's no no release date for that. Uh, just TVA 2018, by the way. Uh, uh, I thought I just saw a release date. Oh, well, I didn't see one when I was looking it up earlier. Oh, no. does it uh, matter? No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up, another one that's coming out very soon here, January fifth again. So we got this and uh, Insidious coming out in the same day. Mm-hmm. This is Day of the Dead Bloodline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you liked it? I'm excited for it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I got us. I gotta, I'd love me some zombie stuff, man.
1: I I love zombies when they're done well. I got I'm I'm burnt out still a little bit on the whole zombie craze and zombie culture. Like, oh yeah. And, but... and I take it or leave it. I, um, when I first saw the teaser for this movie back in the day, I was so turned off by it because Day of the Dead is my absolute favorite Romero movie. Right. Um, this is the one where they're down in the military complex yep. and they have Bub, who's like the zombie, and he's, they're trying to see if he still has any humanity left in him and this and that. And I, just, I love that movie. I love everything about that movie. And the original teaser to this movie showed them out and about, like out doing supply runs and this and that, and there was nothing about military. It wasn't until this new trailer, where like the second half of it shows them they're down in the military complex. you see the new Bub, who I believes his name is Max in this movie. Um, and so you're getting more of that and it feels way more familiar than that original teaser did. Okay. Um, so my 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 interest has peaked on it. I uh, I'm excited for it and I want it to be good. I want it to be everything that the Dawn of the Dead remake was compared to the original Dawn of the Dead. I don't think that it's going to be as good. But I'm excited for it. Is that, is that fair? Yeah, for sure. I'm cautiously I, optimistic. <laughs> I, I, I feel the same way. Like,
3: the zombie thing has been overdone with the TV shows. Mm-hmm. This and, but I, but I, I think I love the zombie movies that the pull off the trailers really well, but don't you know, get excited about them. Because I feel like that would be some scary shit to me if there were legit zombies coming at me. Sure. And I feel it's going to happen one day. <laughs> I'm going to be surrounded by zombies and their arms are just all... Uh hit me on that and I'm like,
1: fuck <laughs> And you don't know what to do, you know. Um, so you're watching these movies for pointers. You're you're so you're actually most
3: people watch zombie <laughs> movies for What did you uh, did you like any certain scenes
1: or anything you liked from this one? Um I yeah, I liked the um well, I can tell you what I didn't like. There's one scene where Max, the, the new zombie guy, he looks at the camera and he smiles and he's with this big shitting grin. Yeah. That looked a little rough to, to me. But the effects look really good, actually. I thought the, the visual effects and the practical effects uh, looked, was what I'm assuming are practical, looked pretty good for, I, like, for zombie flesh rips and whatnot. I thought when he came up and... behind
3: the guy and he grabs him or... Bites his neck or breaks the mm-hmm. bones or whatever, mm-hmm. and that
1: that crunching sound yep.
3: that yep. was that was a really good sound effect with it. Yeah,
1: it looks it visually looks really good. And when he's visually eating the flesh good.
3: and pulling the teeth and stretching, I was yeah, like, man, yeah, 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 that, yes, that's 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 pretty good. Yep. One thing I could have done without <laughs> was the end clip where the zombies just sitting there puking in the other guy's mouth on the ground.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no way, that just made me hungry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: I was eating my dinner at that time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing that I didn't like about it, but too is some of the acting was a bit stiff. Yeah, it was like it was what you expect from like subpar television acting. Some of it, so I was a little bit. I was like, uh, kind of like, it, okay. It's also
3: the trailer too, and you see, there's times when trailers aren't
1: using sure. scenes that are always in the movie. So sure. Um, and one of the, another thing that really makes me nervous about this is uh, we mentioned earlier about the company that lost the rights to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That was the uh, the Campbell Groban Films. They're putting this movie out, oh, and so that's what they did to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Mm-hmm. Now they're doing a Day of the Dead remake, and it's like, okay, I don't, I don't have the most faith in them because those Leatherface movies weren't that great. But
3: it could be something that's more up their wheelhouse. Could be, you know, you get certain like people said, that 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 are are and cautiously
1: in one... optimistic. That's I think that's the best right. that you can like, say.
3: Like I probably wouldn't have my a heart surgeon do you know automotive work on my car, but. You know he's good at what he does when he's doing heart surgery. Yeah, it's all pipes and whatever. <laughs> That's why it's like the same
1: thing, but it's different. Yeah. What about you, James? Uh,
0: <laughs> honestly, I I watched this trailer and it didn't do a lot for me. No. Yeah.
1: That's fair. I don't
0: I don't know. I maybe I'm. <clears throat> you know, and I'm I'm not like I'm not entirely burnt out on zombies. I still. Like, yeah, it got it got a little crazy for a while with, you had The Walking Dead, everybody's going crazy about The Walking Dead, World War Z came out, and then Z Nation, and like, you just, the market seemed to be saturated with zombies for a while, and uh, I was excited, I was excited at first for this movie, but, I don't know, I watched the trailer, and I was just, I kind of,
1: just kind of, meh.
0: Yeah, it just, it didn't really, it, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I the way it's, the way the trailer was put together, it looked exciting enough and everything, but there was just something about the overall tone that yeah. was off-putting to me. That's fair. So, so I don't know. I like I'm, I reserve judgment. Yeah, I'm gonna reserve <laughs> ultimate judgment until I until I watch it. But uh, for the time being, I don't know. I, yeah, it was. I'm not. I'm not over. It's not that I'm. Just gonna write it off. I'm just not overly excited no, about it. That's to be fair.
2: Honest. That's fair. So, all
1: right. and The next one, though, I know that we are all very excited about. Yes. Yeah. Um. Now, granted, this one's a little bit of a cheat because I believe that it's already out in other markets, but it has not hit the United States yet. That comes this January 22nd. Out. This one's out in Canada what, I think so. Yeah. Maybe. I know in Italy it comes out. In We're the just 11th. a hop, skip, and a jump across the border.
0: It's true. I could
3: throw a stone,
1: on. hit a canoe. I uh, <laughs> could, uh, could
0: have Kyle laugh send us a copy.
1: Uh, this is a movie called The Midnight Man, and it looks baller as yeah, shit. it looks awesome. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but it looks baller. <laughs> um, however, it's directed by Travis Z, the guy that did the Cabin Fever remake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think he's redeemed himself because this movie looks pretty pretty, pretty damn awesome. It's starring Lin Shay and Robert England. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a pretty yeah. Baller, I'll say it again, cast. Stop saying baller. <laughs> I that's thought that's it's so gonna be a to pretty baller movie if those two <laughs> are uh...
0: No yeah, it does look really cool. It's it's basically I mean, I like the concept. It's just it's based around uh, a, game. A, a group of kids playing a game like it, it, akin to like Bloody Mary yep, or, yep. or um, games we played as kids or you know? l- Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board any of those games where people used to say oh you shouldn't be playing that because that's how you let the
1: devil in you know uh-huh, uh-huh. and
0: this is literally like you play this game and it, it lets the Midnight Man in
1: and the Midnight Man takes the shape of whatever your fear is right. so this yeah. is going to be a great many. Mini- it's, it's kind of like uh, Pennywise in the new It movie right? Yeah,
3: or the novel but, I mean, it's a slightly <clears throat> new kind of concept. It's unique in its own a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Um, to where it seems like a lot of stuff coming out recently has been very... Here's the same stuff again, you know? Yeah. Even from new horror movies or even regular movies. like It's just like we're just fed this stuff just because it's there. Right. And this kind of caught my attention as being just unique in its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yep.
0: And it's not like it's a, an unheard of concept. No. People People playing a game and, and letting some sort of entity in. But, like, I don't know. This just looks like... It looks like it's really well done. Well, I think because
3: the twist of it of it (coughs) taking on your fear, right? You know, know. or
0: your nightmare, or whatever. And and they kind of they go through some of the rules in the trailer, and it's all. It seems like some of the things could really be set up for some really tense moments. Like, there's everybody has to be holding an individual candle, and if your candle goes out, it has to be lit within ten seconds. If you don't light it within ten seconds, you got to make sure that you yep. surround yourself with a circle of salt. Otherwise, the midnight man can get you. But the midnight
1: man also knows how to cheat, so he's smart, right? And like you know, they, like he'll, he'll, he'll splash water at the salt circle to get the salt circle to break. Right. Like that's really cool. It's yeah. an intelligent being, right? And they showed they show some of the incarnations that he does for mm-hmm. some of the kids, and th- there's one especially where he's super tall and slender, and he's like towering over this. Uh, I don't know if it's this kid or if it's what. Uh, kid or an adult I'm, i i can't tell cuz down down a hall mm-hmm. but it lo- it just looks awesome because yeah. it looks really because good. because once gone is once he comes in to the ho-
3: he can affect anybody then, yeah. at that point Right, i, th- I think it's so. not just the well, kids think, playing the
1: game well, i think it's the kids playing the game cuz they're the ones that summon them right? oh, but, the, yeah. but the
3: parents were or that the whoever i think it was a parent of one of the kids was having an issue in their house with it after that
1: uh, oh maybe or the grandmother
3: yeah. passed out or in the, once uh, you let it in, in maybe the attic it's there or yeah well there were
0: two different time there were two different time uh, periods going on in the trailer too because you saw what you saw it was, was like
1: 1953 or something like that and then it was present day right because right. you,
0: you saw there's actually a there's a, a child actor playing uh, Dr. Harding at the age of 10. Uh-huh. so I'm assuming that you know he plays the game when he's a kid whatever happens and then you skip ahead years into the future and now maybe like his kids are playing it or something right, like Flash that. Back yeah. and forth. um yep. like this like this picture right here there's a there's a picture of him with like it's a, a giant, giant rabbit head no, that's weird and just that that almost kind of gives me like a lord of tears sort of feeling oh yeah, yeah kind of I can see that with the like the the owl head. giant owl head. Yeah, yeah yeah i don't know yeah it, it looks cool i think it's i think that might be a pretty sweet movie mhm
1: all right, let's uh, let's move on here because we want to try to keep this under uh, under two hours here. I think we got this. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, this one, uh, another more big but big budget movie, a movie called Annihilation, mm-hmm. coming out February twenty third. Uh, this movie looks great. This is from the director of Ex Machina, uh, the writer of Twenty Eight Days Later and Dread. Uh, this is his new flick. Uh, it looks awesome. Starring Natalie Portman, uh, Oscar Isaacs, Jennifer Jason Leigh, uh, Gina Rodriguez, Tessa Thompson cast looks awesome the movie looks awesome you don't, you don't think so really I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a mic here for a second and I'm gonna have to disagree it's not,
3: with a, good you. You. It's just, not a good look, look on you I just should not care for it it felt like a cheesy mix between like Jurassic Park and Anaconda <laughs> like they're going down the river in the boat is it going to jump out of the water at us it's like the, you know even oh my god they cross species like it felt like they just took some different ideas from different movies put it together it just didn't catch my I attention also, as much I
0: also got like a horror version of like Avatar from it too Like I could see that yeah, absolutely. They, and then the they... beast
3: when they showed the beast I was like oh my god it's like the face of man bear pig <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I wasn't sure what it was, I know. You know? I thought it was I thought it was cool that the crocodile had shark teeth in it or something like that and that whole scene where they're looking at the crocodile's mouth just reminded me of when I was like twelve, playing crocodile dentist. You ever play that? <laughs> we had to pull oh, the yeah. teeth out of uh-huh. the crocodile's mouth. Um, yeah, I, I thought I thought it looks awesome. I thought the the design, the the creative design of that that whole glimmery world, whatever yeah, that is. I think it'll be very like visually striking. Yeah, I think it's gonna be cool. Um, this kind of movie I would see in three D actually. For the same reason the Avatar looked good in three D is because a lot of those visuals, yeah, they just maybe pop, you know. Yeah, But make sure. sure we watch it at James's house so that way we can watch it backwards it's in the, the mirror. mirror. <laughs> yep, he knows. He knows. You know how to get that hot three D
0: going. Basically, uh, basically, it's a story about a biologist whose husband crosses over into this other realm, mm-hmm. and it, does he go missing?
1: Well, he comes back like sick. Like oh he's yeah, dying he comes they, back. They don't know what's killing him. Wrong
0: with him. So, so her and this other. Uh, you know, like a few other people cross over into this realm to but see what also the hell is going on.
1: A horror element though, because there's one girl that gets sucked into a, a doorway at one point in time. Well, so yeah, there's, there's something in that world that's killing people.
0: Well there well it sounds like uh I this is just kind of me going off of what they say in the trailer, but essentially what the this whole other dimension is doing is it's it's constantly evolving and uh she says at one point, um what the hell is it? Jennifer Jason Lee's character says it's de- it's destroying everything, and Natalie Portman's character says it's not destroying anything, it's making something new. Yeah. So it, it just kind of seems like it's it's, it's trying, just, just flipping it's flipping the like script a, like, almost like a It's almost like a virus, like yeah. it's taking taking things and like uh, like mutating them into whatever the hell it wants. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. It should be pretty interesting. I think it
1: looks good, Jay. I'm gonna I'm gonna I, go ahead and say. I think you're wrong, but you might be right. I'll, I'll <laughs> still give it a chance. Um, cool. All right, let's move on here. Uh, this one we can touch really quickly on because I'm cheating. Because technically it already came out, but uh, we can't see it. I'm talking about Victor Crowley. Oh, yeah. This movie comes out in VOD and. Uh, Victor
3: Crowley! And that's, it's, it's,
1: <laughs> it's technical release, I suppose, will be the VOD date because that's when, it, it, you know, nationally it, yeah, everybody they, can get it. Yeah, they already did a theater but tour with they did it. did a theater tour with it. So. I'm a little it's it's already technically out, but I'm looking forward to it because I didn't was unable to attend one of those screenings. that's um, the new Adam Green movie. Uh, it's starring lots of people Kane Hodder, Brian Quinn, Phyllis Rose, uh Tiffany Shepis, Jonah Ray, just tons and tons of people. Uh, yeah. uh if,
0: if you don't know, it's the uh it's it's kinda it's like the fourth movie in the Hatchet series. Yes.
1: Yeah. So, so I'm a big fan takes, of the Hatchet series. It takes place so. uh
0: ten years after the event uh events of the original movie. Yep.
1: Um. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not gonna spend too much time on that one. I'm just excited for it. I was. Um, I thought the trailer was a little short to make a fair judgment of it. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's like a teaser and a half type trailer. Like it's yeah. not really a full. I, a full I, Monty.
0: I think uh, regardless of what kind of trailer you get with this movie, you know what you're gonna, you know what to yeah. expect. It's yep. it's gonna be. It's gonna be an Adam Green hatchet movie. Hatchet movie. There, there was just...
3: a, a face of the beast. Was it? Was, was is it? Was that Victor Crowley the Beast face they were yeah. showing? Yeah, yep. it reminded me of like one of the guy, the bad guys, the Beast, whatever from Wrong Turn. Kind of a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. kind, kind of the way it was. Well, well, it is, that's essentially what Victor Crowley, Crowley is. Yeah. Right
1: type like deformed dude who got who died with an axe to the face he's got the big slight down his uh, i think with the
3: the big name of victor crowley and even the font they used in his name it's almost like they're anticipating it being like the next in line like following the footsteps of mike myers uh, well uh, he already
1: kind of is yeah like in a lot of circles one of those long
3: lasting names you know like when the first
1: hatchet movie came out they basically said this is it's the new icon of horror like and and it has a a pretty big following
0: it's it hasn't yeah he hasn't gotten to the you know to the He's point not iconic is, I wouldn't but say, but i'm saying but
3: like 20 years down the road well shit that'd be 30 now looking back to the 80s but <laughs> <laughs> feels like yesterday, shunnies but like looking <laughs> back to like you know seeing a, a, a nightmare on elm street or something or whatever um and, and that name's still holding its stand today Well,
0: i mean if you think about it a lot of the a lot of the biggest horror icons started out as cult Horror yeah, icon, icons, and, and none you know, of them were ever supposed removed. to be like, as I big could, as they I were. I could definitely see Victor Crowley, you know, being placed in the annals of uh, horror history. He'll be—I
1: think he'll be more, more the level eventually of like Candyman. You know, like yeah. Candyman's well known, but he's not as big as yeah. Michael yeah. Myers or Jason or Freddy. Right. I think he'll—he'll he'll probably get to there, and he'll probably hover around the the Candyman level, yeah. which is admirable. Yeah. Um. All right, moving on, James, your favorite movie my Your favorite. absolute <laughs> favorite movie coming up.
3: <laughs> you can just read my notes
1: for it. <laughs> what to say? I really have no words for this. One nothing really grabbed my attention or <laughs> felt interesting I about it. Absolutely nothing to say. You're you're 100% correct I <laughs> um, go ahead.
0: I I do have something to say and my something to say is watch the original. Yeah. So, um we're talking about Inside from uh Now this actually did this was this released somewhere else already?
1: Well this was the so oh, yeah. the original like, was a is, French a, movie.
0: Yeah, the original was a French movie. This one is two- a
1: Spanish movie. It's from a, it's a it's like the Spanish remake. But it but made for an American audiences. Does that makes sense. And the subtitles were all in Spanish on the trailer I watched. So I was like trying to read it. I'm like I, I can't read that. Yeah, it there's a weird there's a weird um culture yeah. Um I'm I'm not sure, not, not culture uh, I'm not sure who I'm not sure exactly who it was made for, because I've heard it being <laughs> called that it's the Spanish it's the Spanish remake of the French classic for an American audience.
2: I, I well, don't know what that means. Well that's, exact, that's <laughs> it,
0: it means exactly what you just said. I it, it's it was uh it was remade. You mm-hmm. know, the original is a French film.
1: Super It's that super, French extremist super style.
0: tense, super gory, yeah. super extreme, super awesome. It's a great movie. If you can handle that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it's very like graphic. It's very graphic, and it's very, very disturbing, uh, and it's really good. This movie just looks... It looks like they sucked the heart out yeah. of it. Like
1: At the very end of the trailer, the killer... The, the the movie's about a woman that basically wants to steal a fetus from a pregnant woman, right? Is that, is that an easy way of saying it?
0: That was actually a pretty big spoiler. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: nah, yeah, whatever.
0: you see it all in
1: the. In oh the trailer yeah, in the so. trailer though, she's literally holding a giant pair of clown scissors up to her belly.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, um, yeah, I guess you figure that out pretty early on in the in the movie. But anyway, whatever. I was to uh, say though,
1: those scissors looked really dumb at the end. It's the kind of scissors that like a city uses to cut the ribbon <laughs> on at, like a, a new place that's opening. Like, Welcome. That's yeah, that's what it looked like. It's like, what do you? This looks really bad. <laughs> uh,
0: well, no, I mean you can get you can get scissors like that for at home use, but. <clears throat> um, I don't know, man, like, I, I just, the, with the original being as good as it was, and the idea that, uh, th- this whole idea of taking amazing, like, European films and remaking them for American audiences, it, they typically suck, because yeah. you, because you take all, you take, they take out all the, the MPAA gets their, Dirty paws on it, and they just
1: grubby little fingers.
0: Their grubby little fingers, and they just cut it to shreds, mm-hmm. and they take out everything that actually gave the original any real heart. Yeah,
1: American movies just don't have the balls Mm-mm. that movies made in other countries have mm. because of because of the censors and because yeah. of everything. Like they censorship
0: just, is yeah. bullshit. I mean, yep. it's just I don't think this. And and then on top of that, the lines <coughs> delivered. So in the original, the uh, the villain villainess is referred to as uh, La Femme, the woman.
1: Nikita? uh, What's that? La Femme Nikita?
0: No. (laughs) Uh, La Femme. And uh, she's referred to as the woman in this movie, played by Laura Herring. And I don't know if it's just... um, I don't know if it was just in the trailer they did, like, some weird ADR or something like that, but all of her lines just seem really void of personality. Yeah, I, like they seem. I, like the very last shot where the girl's in the closet and she's looking out through the wooden slats in the closet, and then the woman pops in front of the closet and she just goes, "I know you're in there, Sarah." <laughs>
2: like, I wonder, I'm just, I like, wonder if.
1: I wonder
0: if like it, it just sounded terrible. I
1: wonder if that has anything to do with a possible language barrier, though, because if this is a Spanish director who's not used to working with American-speaking actresses, I wonder if there is, it's if it's more difficult to get a certain performance out of them if, if it's not in your native tongue they're just hire real actors they know how to deliver it if you're an English-speaking American actress and
0: I'm, I'm assuming they watch the original to do a little bit of research on their mm-hmm. parts and if, and if English is your is your first language you should know how to deliver these lines without
1: sounding like a complete shitbag I don't know I just I'm, you could say that about Kane Hodder in our next movie. <laughs> you could. You could. Let's
0: move on to that one. So anyway, uh inside the remake, if you want to watch it, go for it, I suppose, yeah. but just find the original French yeah, version. Do yourself the favor. Read the subtitles. It's not that bad. There's really not a ton of dialogue in the movie. It's mostly one chick trying to murder the other and it's really good. So, um check that out. But also, you can check this one out on January twelfth, twenty
1: eighteen. Uh-huh. We've talked about this one quite a bit. Um, I oh no, I'm sorry. Are we, are we moving on? Yeah, now we're moving okay. on. We've talked about this next movie uh, is Death House. We've talked about this movie. For, uh, I feel like we talked about this last year on our upcoming <laughs> on our upcoming episode. I think we, we did. actually did. We yeah. absolutely did. Uh, this movie has been uh, it, it's it's been a slow go to get it out. It's been pushed back a number of times. Yeah,
0: it's been a development. This for... movie
1: is basically just horror convention with a script. That's what this movie is. Yeah. Um, for for lack of a better way of putting it.
0: Do not call it the expendables of the expendables of horror because they don't like that. They personally don't like that title.
1: So this movie is uh, it's basically just a it's a movie that is an excuse to get every horror icon they could possibly get and put it in a movie.
0: Why don't we run through some of those? You have
1: D Wallace, Adrian Barbeau, Michael Berryman, Tony Todd, Sid Haig, Bill Mosley, Vernon Wells, Barbara Crampton, uh, Richard Splate Jr. Kane Hodder, uh, Sean Whalen. Courtney Palm, Cody. I don't know him. Uh, we're gonna go with Tiffany Shepes. Uh I lost my list. But <laughs> uh, the, Camille basi- Keaton, Felissa Rose, Lloyd oh, Kaufman, shit, you got a lot. Tony Moran, Bill, Bill Oberst Jr. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody who is everybody is is in this movie. Yes,
0: uh, um, and it's uh, and it's written
1: by Gunnar Hansen, the late Gunnar Hansen. Which is which is probably or st- why maybe it was story by him. I don't think he probably didn't have the final one, but it was his story. It was his idea, which Uh, I think is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. He's credited as original writer, Uh which is probably why the dialogue doesn't look that great. uh, That's true. Just stick to killing people with a chainsaw Gunner, (laughs) (laughs) Or giant mosquitoes. 'Cause he did kill a giant mosquito with a chainsaw.
3: There were there were a lot of people I knew of that were in the movie. And yeah. That's all I have
0: to say. Yeah, it is it's it is it's like it's just a it like Mike doesn't... said, it's basically an excuse to get all the yeah. huge horror icons into one movie. It's
1: it's like the horror version of um Remember that movie, uh, The Adventures of Is It Pluto Nash? No, no Meteor Man or whatever. It was like it was a comedy of like a superhero, but at the bottom there's like seventy-five small pictures of all the big a- actors that are in it. Mm, <laughs>
2: you mm-hmm. know what I'm talking
1: about? Yes. Okay, um, it was a bad example because nobody else knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> It doesn't. This movie does not look particularly good. It just looks fun.
0: During an exclusive tour, a power breakdown inside a secret prison known as the Death House sends two agents fighting through a labyrinth of horrors while being pursued by a ruthless army of. What the hell? By re- a <laughs> uh, ruthless army there, of roaming inmates as they fight. As, as if that's not bad enough. As they fight to escape, the agents push toward the lowest depths of the facility. Where they learn a supernatural group of evil beings are their only chance for survival. So not only do you have a prison with all these crazies in it, you also have basically hell itself underneath this prison with a group of supernatural beings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it just like it sounds like a fucking grab bag. Like they just they put a bunch of words up on a wall and threw darts, and they're like. Pretty much. That's pretty what much. we're that's gonna that's do. That's what
1: it sounds like. Um, D- don't don't yeah. let
0: this don't let this make you think that we're not excited about this movie because we are.
1: No, sure. I I also like trauma movies, so I like right. trash. Yeah. <laughs> not that this movie is going to be trash, but like like I said, it it was made for horror fans. Yeah. It's made for people who just want to see all their their, their favorites together in one movie mm-hmm. and have a romp. That's that's basically it. Just have a romp. Um, yeah. All right, we have one movie left, and I think maybe we're possibly saving the best for last, maybe. you think so? It's up there. Yeah. I'd say it's in the top three of what I'm looking forward to.
0: If it's done well, I've like i have I have an idea in my mind of what I would like out of this movie because I've been fascinated with the real story for mm-hmm. a long time,
1: Which I didn't know that was a real thing until literally yesterday you told me. I just thought the movie looked good.
0: What we're talking about is Winchester. Winchester. Winchester, which is a fictionalized, uh, a fictionalized story about the real Winchester House mm-hmm. in California.
1: And this is the Winchester, as in the you know repeating rifle, Winchesters, uh, the gun manufacturers. Right.
0: This is about Sarah Winchester, who was the um, the uh, daughter. No, the 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 wife, the a widow, w- wife, wife, the, right. the widow of uh, the. The creator Winnie. Winnie. of Winchester, the creator yes. of Winchester repeating arms,
1: Winnie Winchester,
0: and basically, that was his name. basically the real the real story. <laughs>
1: it's, it's not funny if you guys don't laugh. <laughs> it's because it wasn't funny.
0: <laughs> uh, basically, the real story in real life is she, Sarah Winchester, thought that she was being haunted by the ghosts of all the people who had ever been killed by a, a Winchester rifle. So she started construction on this on this uh, house. And continued to build and renovate it for 38 years. Jeez. And there were stairways that led into the ceiling, like just the ceiling, no door. Mm-hmm. There were uh, winding labyrinth-like halls. There were doors that led to, uh, like, pits. Just all kind of, Like, it was basically a booby trap for ghosts. She felt like if she kept building onto it and kind of kept moving around the house, that the ghost would basically... Get confused and not really be able to follow her around.
1: Yeah, it, it's a cool concept, R- whether it's real or not. It's a really cool concept, and the fact that you I have mean, that's
0: her real life. That's what she thought. Yeah. So it's and the it's,
1: movie does a pretty good job of, of showing that. Yeah. Quite frankly,
0: yeah. I mean, um, the material, uh, the movie kind of writes itself, right? Yeah. The materials there.
1: Yeah. And it's and and you get someone like Helen Mirren, mm. uh, the caliber of Helen Mirren to star, and there's 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 there's, there's an air of of just. Um, craft that go that is kind of going into this horror movie. You know, a, like a certain sophistication. That's the word. That's <laughs> the one.
3: You know what gets me though with that with that story? Like, they always say when you're doing construction or changing something around, like if you've had hauntings in the past yeah. and stuff, that change can bring something out because it's. it, it different from what that spirit's used to or whatever. You know? I've
0: always heard that same
3: thing. So could she just be going crazy and making her own hell by, like, always changing her house around? <laughs> keep, I keep
1: doing this and it keeps getting worse. I <laughs> <You laughs> don't know. If you'd stop, they'd go away. <laughs> just knock it off. Ah. Um, no, I've what, always heard that, that pop- too. Like if you hear it.
3: that knocking coming from the, another room? Yeah, it's the damn construction guy building the new wall <laughs> you asked him to put up yesterday.
0: Well, because you, you actually have said before that in, in this very basement that we're in, this studio yes. that we're in, that once you guys started renovations on this, that's when you guys started to have some weird things yeah, going on there in were, your house. There was
3: some old cl- the clock that was built into this wood in the corner, and when I decided to create a stu- full basement studio down here th- at that time, I knocked things down, and and that's when stuff started happening. Basically,
0: the the vocal booth is where that clock used to stand, right? Right,
3: and I've had. You know, pop cans slide off desks, guitar cables fly off the desk that you, were coiled up. You've caught some EVP stuff. Oh, yeah, saying things and all that. And yeah. that ha- and, and then every time just something gabbing. happened, just it would be when changing something around and then something new would happen.
0: Yeah. So so like you said, she's she's just kind of like creating her own... Like, massive right. haunting. And
1: whether if that does it, or I, I, I have no explanation, so I don't know what it is. But. <laughs> did uh, did either of you guys get, like, a House in Haunted Hill, 13 Ghosts vibe from yeah, this Yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah. yeah. I definitely did. I know that you haven't seen it, uh, but Darren Bausman just put a movie out called Avatar, which is about a guy mm. that collects haunted pieces of haunted houses and builds them basically into one. Yeah, one massive house. Like he's I got a lot of vibes. Huge
0: house out of haunted rooms. Yeah,
1: right? I got a lot of vibes from from something like that too. It's like, anything with a house, with a big, big, huge, weird looking house. I think kind of gives off those those vibes. But yeah. I definitely got the thirteen ghost vibe though. Yeah, of people walking around weirdly constructed rooms and like things are just odd in the house. Like
0: that stuff. That stuff in itself, like in real life, that's the kind of stuff that really creeps me out. Like the Winchester House. I'm pretty sure you can go take tours of it now. That'd be cool. And and you know <clears throat> you have to be with a a tour guide who really knows their way around there because you could get lost in the place. And walk into a pit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, well, even scarier is the, uh, have you like the uh, the H.H. H. Holmes Hotel that he had built. Mm-hmm. Like, because I don't know if, I don't know if she had anything actually, like, lethal built into the house, but H.H. H. Holmes, he built a murder palace. Uh-huh. Like, he, he specifically made this place confusing for people to get lost in. There were chambers that led to, like, uh, like spike pits, there were, like in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, there were there were there were rooms where he could pipe in poison gas to kill them while they were sleeping. Like that kind of shit to me is really scary. Like those weird sort of labyrinth like houses and that place has to be haunted, right? They... The H H Holmes place it has th- to be. Thi- did they tear that down? Oh, did they? Oh, okay. You would think so because it's kind of a pockmark on the city that it's in. I I could be wrong though. That might be be a correction.
1: Goldmine. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Anyway, we didn't really talk about this movie much at all. It's coming out on. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming out on February second of 2018, Uh, and and yeah, it just kind of follows the story of Sarah Winchester and her descent into madness as she's being, and you know they get a little more into the fictitious realm with this one where they actually show. The haunting and the wraiths that are following her and stuff like that. So
1: it looks awesome though. Just go on, go online, watch the trailer for it though, and then just you'll see what we're talking about. Yeah, it it looks,
0: looks awesome. Looks really cool. Um, um, I'm, I'm pretty think excited it. about that one. Uh,
1: I, yeah, think I think that I think, that is I, the conclusion yes, of sir. our list. Cool. I think the uh, yep, 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 yep. So 2018 is shaping up to be a good year for horror. I'm sure there's going to be more stuff, you know, coming out all year. For sure. Well, clearly there's going to be more stuff coming out. Probably not. Um, <laughs> that's going to be it. You get, you get Twelve movies this year. That's it. <laughs> well, according to my list, we talked about
3: fifteen, and a few of those were shit. So that leaves a good movie a month for each of you. There you go. Good. That's there you go. You not, not, really. not for you for for all just, of just us. Just for, for everybody.
0: <laughs> um cool. All, all right. right, cool. Well, if you'd like to find us on social media, you can find us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, and Horror Amino. Mm. No, you can. You can find some old episodes <laughs> on Horror Amino <laughs> at the Buzzed Kill podcast. Uh
1: you can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. You can also go on iTunes, leave us leave us a, a five-star rating, tell us that we make great casseroles. Um Yeah, Yeah. because we do. We do. I actually made a really good
0: one the other day. Yeah. Also, hopefully we'll have some good news for you. And if we do, you will still be able to find tickets to our screening at... Gather g A T H R dot us slash screening slash two one eight eight seven. Stay tuned for more news about that. And if you want to find J rodge
3: you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording. And of course, check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com com for all your fantastic audio needs. Do it
1: right now. All right, gentlemen. So if we get this episode up on time, yeah, on Sunday, yeah. uh, right now. It will be roughly 55 minutes until the ball drops on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So, happy New Year's. Happy New Year's.
0: Year's. Cheers, boys.
1: I guarantee you I'm in a corner somewhere vomiting nothing but delicious champagne. Come. (laughs) 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 The ball's dropped. (laughs)